Well, oh. it's been a couple of weeks. We had PaizoCon intervening to kind of, well, really just extend cliffhanger i suppose but it was to make sure we got colby back we have to get underway at some point and well i suppose time to pick up where we left off last episode two weeks ago the night of the green moon was finally upon us and with the whole following supporting us we traveled to rockloom to be anointed as full Members of the Broken Tusks. We adults now. We them boys. Went off without a hitch. Everything Nothing, everything was, <laughs> Nothing everything went was wrong. great. And then we fair. went home and uh, had a nice dinner. And it was great. You know, everything was wonderful. The record scratch. And the, the, <laughs> the, uh, end. the actual, like, we're adults part went off without a hitch. It, yeah, it, that was fine. Yeah, did it. Yeah, was no. Barthin not a hitch? No, he no. was uh, yeah. that. Is always. I mean, honestly, hitch, he's, but we're used to it. I almost killed him. He is an expected, known disruption. Is Let's it an say. event of the Broken Tusks if Bartham doesn't try to be a wet blanket? It's it's just another Tuesday. Well, Barthin kind of threw a bit of a wrench in the works. What was far worse was the arrival of the Burning Mammoths. And through. <laughs> Whoa. That is extremely loud. That was very our speakers but it was well timed. It was jarring as it was last time. Our speakers yeah. down a little bit. But uh, as they arrived with a rain of fire and spears at the ready, falling upon our following, every member that could was called to defend the tribe. And as you fought, your mammoth lords mounted upon their namesake, fighting back as well as you could. You managed to cover the ground. You managed to hold Rockloom enough for time to allow most of the following to attempt to, recruit, uh, to retreat, at least to make their way back to the trail with clouds of flaming arrows raining down around them. As we come back in today, there's a bit of a break. For the moment, while Rockloom stands fall far from silent, you have beaten back the tide. Uh, you, individuals, as well as all of the hunters and scouts of the Tusks who were able to, uh, to aid in holding a perimeter here, there is a break. The lights, small red pinpricks fade from the sky. The clouds of arrows stop momentarily. The wave of burning mammoths retreats to regroup. And after Wotan astride his mammoth began to lead the, uh, lead the organized retreat in proper, before the rest of the uh, you and the stragglers uh, are able to depart the field, Nocta with uh, Amka next to her, tending to Ergola and her newly birthed triplets, uh, calls out to the group of you. Wait! Varja! Ozash! Aram! Find us some way to transport Ergola. We're going to need something to get her back to the campground safely. On it. Uh, fallen um, spears. Uh, we can lash them together. Tarps. Hanwi! Um, I need you to gather some herbs quickly from around the site. Something to numb her pain. Uh, she is... Barely cognizant as it is. Of course. Help us. Uh, Anka, uh, you're, doing, you're doing fine. Keep tending to her and the newborns. 
commence their rites as well as you can, but make it quick. I'm going to find a way to transport the children. Uh, come on, there's some there's some extra uh, tent material over here. Cut some loose. We need yep, to make I got something. It. Now, most of your main supplies are back on the trail. You, you don't bring... Uh, or a ways down the trail. You don't bring everything into Rockloom itself. It's only it's a large ritual site, but it's only so big. Um, and most of your herds, uh, some of which have scattered throughout the forest as the mammoths sought to rout them as well, uh, are attempting to be wrangled uh, by Emek as well as the rest of the herders. Uh, but you, you would have not a lot of easily accessible like canvas and cloth material super nearby at hand. I got fishing tackle and pieces of my pup tent. That's okay. That's some. That's that's a decent amount. So what what are the, the you three? What are you trying to do here? Make a sort of like strapped together stretcher. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be full body. Just even half, and I can support the other half. Fair enough. Um, lashing that together quickly, Hanwi. Um, so Hanwi is going to um, actually look over for uh, this, go to the campfire where the spirit was being kept warm. Um, a strong alcohol will help uh, cleanse uh, and keep infection from spreading, as well as providing numbing medication and uh, a numbing effect. And uh, the um, other thing is uh, her healing plaster cantrip could actually cause to staunch bleeding and treat, treat injury in that sort. Okay, and you would uh, you would find yourself heading almost exactly the same direction as Nocta, uh, who would head over towards that central campfire, but not towards the spirits, but towards the ceremonial urns that you would use to transport the water back from the Gornok. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, as she approaches, she pulls a uh, short-bladed bone knife out from her belt and uh, immediately tips over one of the urns and plunges it in there, uh, starting to saw through like the woven reeds and fibers that hold this together. And Murthig, who was gathering some things nearby, uh, sees you arrive, kind of a grimace and a, and, and a smile, and it looks over to Nocta. What are you bloody doing? Those are the ser- those are the, yeah, be all start stammering kind of beyond words just there. Not the just take the lid off. <laughs> it's too deep. I need something shallower. They can be remade. And uh, hacking through this, cutting about two-thirds off of it, out of it to almost make like a bit of a ridged wicker basin. Mm-hmm. Um, she starts to cut this off. Oh, uh, sister Cinder, I assume she can forgive it this once. Only, what are you looking for? Can I help you? Uh, uh, sorry, distracted. Um, uh, some of the spirit, please. We have to go tend. Uh, I, uh, of course, there's not a ton of it left. And uh, he grabs one of the baskets with his one hand and sort of drags it around in front of you, his one arm bearing probably more strength than your whole body yeah, as he hands totters. it over towards you. I don't have Ant Hall right now, <laughs> so she's tottering under it. Uh, it's it, This will be fine. Uh, Amka, as Hanwi and Nakta both rush off towards the campfire, you're left with Ergola and the three newborn triplets that she just gave birth to at the onset of the battle. Uh, You and Nocta had, in a haze here, done your best to act as midwives, delivering these, ensuring that all four here uh, would stay safe. But there is is no birthing triplets that is easy in the best of circumstances. And this is certainly not that. What are you doing? So making sure Urgla is perfectly fine, healthy, and then immediately commencing to performing rites and rituals for the children quick. 
I have, I pull out a pot of ashes I keep from the main hearth of the campsite whenever we sit down that I pray over, take some of my thumb and anoint them and say a prayer. Uh, may her warmth, may her warmth, may her warmth guide you. The light of truth be upon your path. May you know strength, victory, courage for the following for yourselves. And in health we find you. Um, Ergula, are you okay? And Ergula is near... Delirious and probably about half conscious at this point on the floor, just writhing almost as if like in the throes of a nightmare. Uh, Her brow, her whole face absolutely slicked with sweat and dirt. It was again, uh, you were not far back from the battle and you had watched a bit as your four allies held the line not even a dozen feet away, battling against the burning mammoth's onslaught. Right, it's gonna be okay. Um, I actually keep this in my pocket to help with the nerves, and I take out a little piece of root about that big, and I pry her mouth open, shove it in, and force her to chew it. I'll just, take take the say edge. Anything, but grits her teeth, uh, biting down as her head just kind of rolls back as uh, Hanui and Nakta return. Nakta quickly uh, putting, dropping this base on the ground and looking and seeing the small little asterisks on the burns heads. Nodding, the three of you come back with this best of an improvised stretcher as you can. Uh, does does Ergola look like she's improved at all? Um, well, Hanwi is getting back about the same time with what's left of the spirits, mm-hmm. this basket having maybe a, a, like a, a quarter of what it once did. Um, it, it should be enough, honestly. Uh, a little bit to help, a, a, a slight sip for her to help with shock, and then the rest of it actually she's going to just topically treat any bleeding and also put on her face because it'll evaporate quickly and that'll help cool her off. Grandfather also told me that when the twins were born, their their mom went into shock because she didn't have time to, to bond with, with the first baby before the other babies were there. Maybe try putting them on her chest. She might just need to feel them. Uh, we don't have time. We have to move. We have to. We'll have to do it on the trail as well as we can. Uh, help me. Uh, and she very gingerly starts to pick up each of these children and just lay them in this basket like fruit uh, just so she has something uh, to hold them in as the group of you make your retreat from Rockloom. Uh, the three of you, uh, without the weight of her trio of children, Ergola is significantly lighter and uh, you have no trouble at all at getting her on this small stretcher as Hanwi is aiding in as well as she can. And uh, with all that prepared, Nocta starts to lift this uh, this thing with the newborns. It's not heavy, but it is kind of awkward and large and unwieldy. Right. G- give me one of them. What? I can take one of them. We should we should keep them together. We if even given the circumstances, we should not separate them. If you wish to take an end yeah. of this, please. Yes. And uh, between the two of you. The group you can make it out towards the trail from Rockloom with the last of the following. Uh, those who are injured, needing assistance, uh, some leaning on the shoulders of comrades, some being carried outright, stricken through with spear and arrow, ro- arrow wounds, assortments of burns from their flaming attacks, uh, and Grandfather Sven's mammoth, one side of it half-charred um, from their attack, and a large gap in the fur, a burnt sear of flesh atop it where the uh, burning mammoth had mounted it. Is he upright? Uh, the mammoth? No, my grandfather. Oh, yeah. Sven would, uh, he would not be on the mammoth. He would be heading out uh, along with Murthig 
who had stuck back to attempt to aid him. He is he is old and <laughs> falling off the top of a mammoth uh, in the middle of battle is not a great fall for anyone, much less a man who's seen more than 100 winters. Uh, but Murthig... a kill shot with a spear throw right after that, though. <laughs> he, Murthig's helping him out more just seemingly to get him out a little bit faster mm -hmm. uh, than because your grandfather is incapable of walking on his own. Uh, and as you all filter out, you can still see in the distance past the Standing Stones that red haze on the horizon, the light of hundreds, if not thousands, of torches approaching in the darkness. You know, Virgia, that was a pretty stupid time to decide to take a nap during a battle. What have I told you about drinking? It wasn't alcohol. Yeah. The one with the shield was And you're helping not, not exactly to weird. carry this thing I, here. I know, it was, it was a <laughs> yeah, joke. He's, he's carrying Urgula. She shakes her head. <laughs> Urgula, you'll have to come up with a third name now. Or didn't you even think of a second? <laughs> I, I, I told you it was going to be... Well, I, I guess I was wrong about the twins, but you were huge. I knew it was going to be more than one. Come on. My, my mother told me many times it is a curse of our lineage. Oh. Oh, think of it this way. You'll have a big family with much less effort. I think it's more of a blessing once you get past that initial you know, painful phase. All right. Oh, I feel like I cannot even feel... I feel like I'm floating. I'm holding her hand this entire time, too. Just. And her grip is, is kind of weak. I. You should save as much strength as you can. Yeah. Convert the triplets that fast is In the middle not of, easy. In the middle of a Your body's too. gotta be in shambles. You were like. Like one of Cinder's angels themselves. Just a whirl of fire on the field. I. Oh, thank you, thank you, all of you. Of course. Of course, of course. You're our sister. We would give our lives for you and these little ones. Um, Hanmi's gonna just keep talking to her to keep her conscious. Ooh. Just keep her engaged. Ooh, tell her. Remember when she came up with the nickname for Barthin? I, I think you came up with that one. Oh, yeah. Well, it was still pretty funny. Where, uh, where is my mother? I know. I saw Wotan. Where's, where's Harik? Where's Harik? I don't um, know. I'm looking around here, procession is pretty sprawled across this trail. As the organization has not really come yet. It is spread over a pretty large distance. You can see the shapes of a few mammoths yeah, in the distance. On a mammoth, near though, all probably. of them ahead of you, and they look like they'll have riders, so it's in the darkness. You're just also seeing the illumination of your own small torches through the night. There's Does low light vision help? Low light vision would definitely help. Uh, I would say you can see three mounts with riders up near the front. Uh, almost certainly one of them is Harik, as mm -hmm. both Murthig and Grandfather Sven are uh, near you, uh, walking abreast. She's leading us to safety at the, at the head. We'll catch up with her soon. <sighs> oh, these, these people, whoever they are, <laughs> they have chosen the wrong time and the wrong people. You saw to that much. They left so many on the field. I don't understand what they were trying to do. They seemed like they wanted to die. My mother showed them why she is called a death scream, I am sure. I did not think my father could fight. 
Oh. I've never seen it. Such fury in his eyes. But he cares for us very much. Grandfather Sven was incredible. <laughs> At his age. Who would not believe the stories my father has told me. When Sven was younger, <laughs> he would bombard them to shame, apparently. Oh, in all ways. Was that, oh, a, was that a joke? And uh, she looks over and takes her hand out from, uh, from Afka's and just sort of tries to like reach over, sort of listlessly towards the, the basket uh, and knock the... Here they are. Sort of gets them a little, a little closer, so she can just. I'll reach try to in adjust and, a little and too. Just sort of like touch at least a couple of her children. Oh, they're beautiful. They are so, they're so warm and wet. They're blessed by Sister Cinder, surely. They have the most beautiful eyes. Are you, are you guys okay? I wasn't paying attention to anything happening. I don't know. Is there's a lot of screaming and a lot of How burning. Is, Everyone, I think we're an assortment of moderately to very <laughs> Actually, here. I, I'm scratched, <laughs> but I'm fine. Party. Um, it's nothing that can't wait. Um, Hanwi actually had, is it, was it a spear hit or a I'm club hit? Sure that you, got, got, you, got uh, good, you got smacked pretty hard. I got clubbed really hard. You got clubbed, both Verja and Ozash went down entirely. Yeah, like I'm actually so Hanwi like, probably has a, like, a bleeding head wound. Your, your party is, is pretty well hurt and uh, at this point, just functional is the, the bare minimum. Yeah. I, I somehow got spared. Do you have any magic left? I have a few. Do you, I, I do not want to stop, so I can't I can spare a hand for the incantation, so cast or, or take I, over this for a moment. I can do it while walking. It's okay. I'm going to do by the hearth flame, guide them, help them, ease their pain. And I'm just going to cast an AoE of magic just to oh give everyone a little bit of pain relief. Whee! Some Advil for the group. There you go. <laughs> everyone gets it. four points back. I need another one in four to six hours, please. Yeah. <laughs> four to six seconds. As the group of you... Yeah, I'm at full. ...make your way through the darkness here, um, the panic... In some, in one way, starts to subside as the immediate rigors of battle and this ambush fall behind you. But in others, um, it, it starts to spread more into uh, grasping, infectious fear to the members of the following around you. Concerns about what this means, the future, how to proceed now, what to do. Uh, but it's not long before the group of you arrive. Uh, about a half mile back down the trail, uh, a journey in this state of some 10 minutes stumbling through the darkness, trying to carry what you can. Uh, you would be some of the last to arrive as the following is gathering all of their goods, their packages, everything they need for the trail, uh, everything you need to, well, leave Rockloom and um, the western reaches of your terrain behind you, if, well, as you do every year, but this year, possibly forever. I... Nakda, can you mind Urgula and the children? I have to go find my father. Of course. And, uh, the group you would set Urgula and the triplets down. Nakta would go, would go about to, to tending them. All of you, ready your things. Gather what you can. We'll need to move immediately. We cannot rest this night. Of course. Of course. 
Um, I'm going to find Sven, and I'm going to make sure he's actually okay and Sven find out if he's okay. Sven be arriving with you. His, his arm draped uh, over Mirtha because he supports him <laughs> as you approach. <sighs> Aram. I'm so sorry I couldn't help you, Grandfather. I was carrying some no, of the, the no. twins, no, the triplets. You, you, you have done well by uh, your mentor and the following, and uh, no, I, I would have asked nothing different of you. Thank you, Merthig, for a shoulder. <laughs> the only one you have left, and you offer it to me. <laughs> I have got two shoulders. <laughs> it hands a short on. But I'll give the one I have to help us ready for the road. You, rest. Grandfather, we'll need to move. And he, he nods, oh, of course. I would expect no different. I will pack up your things. <sighs> And he puts, and it crumples over. Please. No, I'm fine. It is a simple fall is nothing. I've seen far worse. I know, but I was terrified for you for a moment. Where? Where is my other grandson? Where, where is Barthen? I don't know. I, I lost him in the commotion of defending Ergola. Uh, please. Well, I, I thank you and... Uh, I am sure Ergola does as well of everything you have done to protect her and her newborns. I must thank Barthen as well. He threw himself into a battle that, with a vigor that reminds me of my own youth. Do you want me to find him? Uh, he, it will make you feel better. Arm, I, I could not be prouder of you and the rest of your new tusks. Uh, Please, I want to ensure that he too is safe. I'll, I'll find him, and I'll, I'll make sure we get your stuff together. S- stay here and rest. And he kneels down in the dirt and uh, puts both his hands down on his knees and sits on his haunches and just sort of hangs his head, uh, breathing pretty heavily in the dirt as you go off to look through the uh, the camp. Uh, Umpka, you go... Well, all of you kind of scrambling in the darkness. All the preparations that you made before the ceremony, fortunately, coming to fruition now. Uh, everything with your assistance is, is organized and ready uh, for its departure, what was supposed to be in the morning. But everyone knows where their things are, what needs uh, collecting and who is moving what. And there is nothing uh, that has been left disorganized or unaccounted for. Uh, thanks, and in no small part, to you tying up a bunch of various loose ends throughout the camp for everyone. But what are the three of you, uh, Ozash, Verja, Hanwi, what are you doing? Well, um, other than just getting my materials together and everything else for, for the journey and whatever, um, I'm just making sure everything's secure. I'm keeping my eyes peeled in case that there's some running, uh, some like loose um, burning mammoths or whatever, just... I don't want. I mean, I'm expecting any kind of sneak attack. If they were able to sneak us, sneak up on us during the festival, who knows if you know? Security, axe in hand, ready to fight whoever's going to yeah. show up. I mean, it's just like everything I need is in one sack, and I'm just like, all right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm ready to go just in case, you know. And while everyone else is getting their stuff all together, um, Hanwi doesn't have a lot of possessions. She's never really been like a very material girl. Uh, but, um, so she doesn't have a lot to get together, but what she's going to spend a lot of time doing is talking with people. Um, and 
trying to lighten the mood. Um, not saying that, you know, this isn't a big deal, uh, but more along the lines of describe how, you know, the Vanguard came out of nowhere and the Mammoth Lords fought fought them back and left so many of them dead. Uh, surely uh, we're, we're well protected and well in hand. We're safe now. We're going to go somewhere to regroup and this there's no need for panic. Now, as you, as you look through a lot of the area, this would be the point where you start to realize that uh, getting some tales from the field and talking to some people that this this was not without losses on your end. This would be when you would discover um, that at least two had certainly fallen on the battlefield, two of your number, mm. and a third uh, gravely injured, having been all but run fully through with the spear pierced right through her stomach, uh, would be absolutely regaling everyone with a tale of how in that mortal moment pinned to the ground as she was certain her life was ending, Sister Cinder sent a miracle and a bright flash of thunder across the battlefield that struck down her assailant. <laughs> I, uh, I know I told you this off screen, but I don't know if I said it on camera. There is a mechanic uh, for tracking how many losses are in this fight based on what happens. And that fully charged Horizon Thundersphere you threw off, I did give you one last loss um, for throwing that out there. So that was not without without benefits. Um, nice. Whether or not you correct this tale, I suppose you'd probably let her have it. I'll let her have it. Yeah, it's, it's all right. Um, uh, truly, uh, Sister Cinder is on our side as well. Um, this will be a dark day, but a bright dawn will follow. How about you, Veja? Imagine thinking that you're about to get a kill and you hear someone in the distance yell, YOLO, and boom! <laughs> <laughs> just you, a huge just blast you of thunder <laughs> and you just evaporated. <laughs> uh, uh, similar to Hanui, not a ton of personal belongings that he doesn't just have on him. Right. Um, so it's more helping the, uh, the older members of the tribe, making sure larger things are packed away, stuff that requires a little more physical force to get moving, uh, running around, helping with those types of tasks, disassembling the larger tents, getting all the animals up up and harnessed and tied up and all that fun stuff. We find that gathering the herds uh, seems to be what is very well going to be the thing that takes the longest, um, and they're just, much to Emek's dismay, isn't going to be time to ensure that every animal is collected and accounted for. Um, but as you go out to assist with that, most of your larger stock is intact. Your pair of tapers that you brought back are still there. Most of your flocks are, like you've probably got 60, 70% of your herds accounted for, and it's just a lot of like the smaller goats uh, that have possibly just been scattered out from this battle and um, with the the burning man that some of the herders would tell had also come out from the wings seemingly intentionally to scatter your stock to run them down a, a good number were just stricken down on the onside of the fight uh, but you would find emek who would be tending to an arrow wound on one of these tapers where just right behind the shoulder uh, right in the haunch behind the rib cage they had taken a burning shot that had come down from this burning man with assault um, and she has, she's gotten the arrowhead out. She's gotten that dealt with and she's, um, just tending to it as she can with some simple, look, almost akin to the plasters that Hanwi uses. You can't exactly put a full bandage on a taper. They're not <laughs> going to root that right off. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but just sort of quietly patching this up and she hears you approach and looks up and just looks right back at what she's doing. How can I help? Uh, what animals need, what things need moved? What do you need me to do for you? I don't know. Um... And she sort of looks up at you. I... I don't know. I think it... I think it... We got it. Well, uh, I'll take a quick look around, see if it appears that they've at least got what they can under control, and then just move on to the next group. And, uh... Amke, tell, tell us about your father you're looking for here. My father is not exactly a strong physical man. He's more of a Fletcher in the group. He makes really good arrowheads, so he normally is quiet and reserved in the background of a lot of people, so no one really pays attention to him so much in the bigger following. Um, her, her, my relationship with him, as, as soon as I find him, if I can find him in all this, is completely 180 from everyone else. Like, as soon as I see him, it's a straight just tackle. And as uh, he would be over with the uh, Honor House equipment, of course, we're preparing to bear his share of this as well. Just absolutely blindsided by Omkin <laughs> flying out from the sides and uh, kind of startling a couple of the other Honor House mem members around as they realize what's happening and a couple of grim smirks and chuckles around. Um, how old is he? About? I'm going to say about he's probably mid-40s. He's not exactly... <laughs> Young, he's older. Amka, Amka, father, you father. don't want to get run through after that. After, after great that, news. this is Hercules uh, triplets. They came healthy, all three of them. Blessed by Cinder, blessed I, by Sister Cinder, and all this chaos, they came out unharmed. I, I, I heard that. I heard their cries. They, I, it's, but they're all. Healthy and hail. Healthy. Healthy as can be. Healthy as triplets born in battle can be. You should have seen it. Oh, you probably should have seen I, it. I, I, I'm good. Are you this okay? Is, this is, you, yes, you're fine. I'm you're fine. fine. You're fine. Just I'm checking. Fine. I'm, I, I'm just glad that, that you're okay. I was, I didn't, I, I couldn't, I couldn't find you and the, and the madness and everything that happened. I, I, I looked briefly, but I, okay. You're good. That's good. What do I need to do to help? What do I need to do to help? We need to get this on the move. We need to get everything moving. People are hurt. I need to go find people that are hurt. Is it Nocta? I'm sure Nocta's looking for you, Amka. Please. She's with Urgula and the triplets. Well, then go tend to them. Isn't that what all the midwife training was for? You spend all this time with Moose House for, for this, I imagine. I spent all this time to help people who are hurt. Well, don't worry about me, my child. I'm fine, please. And he puts one, uh, one arm around you, his hand just kind of uh, on the back of your head, just around your braids. Please. Thank you. I was scared. I, I'm glad you're okay. It's scary. I'm gonna go find someone to help. She just <laughs> just takes off running in the opposite direction. He just <laughs> sort of kind of pushes himself up. Got those antelope up. feet. Smile on his feet. face as he stands up. The group of you gathering what you can. Aram, uh, looking around the Falcon House area, you don't see any sign of Barton. And asking around, nobody else 
seems to have seen anything of him since the battle either. Um, throughout this time, pro probably three more stragglers, uh, two of them herders, um, would show up that had had to break off, that had been chased through the woods, that had been run off to the side and had to make their own journeys back around, hoping that they would find the following back at the campground, relieved to see it's intact as it is. So it's not, and there are still a couple other unaccounted for. Have, but... have you seen Barthen? None of them would have any news of him either. Each of them, not not arriving in group, just like about three individually yeah. would have. He's shown he's backtracking back a little, not getting too far out from the following, but he does want to put his grandfather's mind at rest. And if doing this will do that, he is willing to take a little bit of risk. If Barthen is injured and back a little bit, he wants to find him. I'm gonna start looking for sign that maybe he went to ground. As you start to move back up the trail a bit towards Rockloom, looking uh, in the darkness with the hasty retreat of the entire following mammoths and herds and all, the ground tells a thousand tales. It is impossible to, uh, is, like, this would be legendary survival to try and pull one man's footprints out from this, from sight alone. Um, I'm not really going off of that. I'm going off of what I know about him. Like what he would do in a situation if he was hurt. We've been part of the same hunting party for years now. I shouldn't have to think about what he would do if he was injured. I should just know it. It's super easy. That's He'd true. deny it. <laughs> You're looking well, for the smug footsteps. You, get, you just flip by Moose. He's unconscious somewhere. Like he would leave... He would leave sign that maybe only one of his hunting party would be able to follow. Uh, as you move back up the trail looking for something like this in the torchlight, uh, when you get maybe 200 yards out uh, where you would start to be able to see a bit of rock loom in the distance, uh, the first thing, of course, that you would see is the bonfire, which is still standing there, tall and lit. It's not like anyone stopped to put out the bonfire during your retreat. Uh, but you see quite a few figures in the distance moving around the site. Um, a few of them bearing aloft lit torches, all of them uh, seeming to be wielding what uh, look like spears uh, in their hands. Uh, make me a perception check. You are a solid distance back from this. Um, could I make him my prey that I'm tracking, Barthen? Without having found any sign of him at the moment, I, I don't think you can just designate someone that you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I you mean, could actually know him. I so know I him. Don't see, yeah, sure. I don't, I don't see why not. You know, okay. you're looking for any sign of him. You know him well enough. You hunt him. Like you said, you hunt him with him your whole life. I'll let you do it. Um, that doesn't apply to this perception check, but you could certainly do that. Uh, that's going to be a 22. So the 22, as you're looking... You can see that a couple of these figures nearest the bonfire uh, are in pretty high spirits. Uh, there are a trio of them that, near the backside that you can just barely see. The ones in front silhouetted against it much more visible uh, that appear to be dancing around this. A couple on the other side laughing. Um, a few more are dragging bodies in from all around the campground and just casting them 
into the bonfire. And each one laying upon the pyre prompts raised spears from all those standing around it. Um, you get the feeling getting any closer to Rockloom yeah. may be extremely unwise. <laughs> I'm not going to get any closer, but they seem like they're doing this for comrades, not for our fallen, right? At least... It's so, impossible to it's tell, impossible but to tell. there are almost certainly more of them uh, when you left the field than your own. All right. Um, I'm going to skirt around a little bit and take a different angle back, but I'm not going to get any closer, but I'm going to see if maybe I get lucky and I pick up sign of him. As you make your way back, you can see some signs of the hasty retreat that uh, that some of your falling made through the forest, but nothing that Barthen would leave, nothing signaling, um, no signs whatsoever. That doesn't mean there aren't any there, but searching a whole forest in the dead of night is all but impossible. Uh, and as the group of you all kind of reconvene back at the following grounds, you are approached by Wotan, uh, Harik's elven husband, the one who had given that brief well, speech, I suppose is the word for it, uh, before the retreat was, was fully called. And uh, it sort of looks over the group of you, his spear still in hand, still bloodied from the battle. You fought well. I saw much of what the four of you were able to do from my position atop my mammoth. Thank you. Of course. I know that... Well, of course, none of us we're prepared for what happened, but you have proven yourselves beyond anything I would have imagined any of you were capable of. And I say that not from a place of underestimation or to undermine your achievements, but as one to hopefully express how proud that I and the grandfather are on your actions this evening. It was as if a sixth rode mounted as a mammoth lord alongside us. <laughs> it, it's, wow. It's, it's, it's not sick. But we did what we could. I can't find Barthen. I've looked everywhere. He could just be lost in the, he in may, the crowds, maybe. He, he, he may well arrive in time, but he, he threw himself into the front of that battle, into the onslaught with full force and no hesitation. I will pray for his return. It's the way but he does everything. As it is, indeed, Hanley. Were it not for you for... I fear we would have a much smaller following convening here now, and were it not for your aid, Nakta tells me we may have fewer newborn children. Okay. All of you have played your role this evening. 
a role that was would never be asked of you in better circumstances, but I believe you will make fine mammoth lords someday, perhaps. <laughs> well, we'll we'll start with getting the following through this. Thank you for your leadership. Yes. My leadership. I am responsible for nothing. <laughs> As a matter of fact, responsibility is something I have spent much of my long life eschewing. I am ill-suited for it. Your leadership during the fight, you rallied us all, organized the retreat. I know you let your wife handle most of it, but we all respect you, and we recognize it. I thank you, but I did what I had to do. No more, and no less. We will be departing as soon as we are able. As soon as the herds are ready, and it seems most of our things are organized. I know you are tired and certainly pained by your injuries, but... The tusks need to call upon you again. We're full-fledged scouts now. And... Uh, your party seems, seems to be one of the lesser injured of our current groups of scouts and hunters. It may well fall to you to lead the following on our trail. Not something we would ask of those freshly born at this green moon that still hangs high in the sky, but... Arugula trained us well. Yeah. That she did. I watched it every step of the way. It is a trail you have followed many times. You need simply lead us once more. And and we have we have Amka back. And Amka, what you did with those babies, that was that was heroic. It really was. It was amazing. There's a lot to process. Um, I got to get back to them. Um, you're okay. You're all okay, right? Technically. Doing what we can. I mean, Virgil got hit in the head, so no one will notice. That's, Five times. That's, <laughs> that's, that's nothing I mean, new. I've, uh, had, I've had worse days, but I can manage. I haven't had How any worse days. You and your wife, you are okay as well. Of course. We are fine. Uh, these bodies they threw upon the pyre of the broken tusks were no match for hardened mammoth lords. We are okay. We will, and he looks directly at Arm. We will ensure the grandfather Sven is well as well. As soon as Nocta has a spare moment from Ergola and her triplets, I'm sure he will be the first at her care. But there are many wounded and many who will require treatments. You will have busy days ahead of you, Amka. Well, that's what I trained for. That's what I prayed for. Come and see the triplets when you get a chance. Tell your wife. Um... Honor, come with me. Uh, uh, of course. We will travel southeast to Gleaming Sun Lake, as we always have, to refill our water and prepare ourselves for the journey to the grandparents. You know the way. I have faith in you. Hey. Guys. And he uh, turns and heads back to the camp to finish overseeing organization. But before you leave, I know, I know we don't like Barthen, and I know he's a jerk, but... If he's still alive, we have to find him for Grandpa Sven. Of course. I... We won't be finding anyone tonight. I know, but... 
I can't let him down again. For, I understand your 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 thought process here, but he, if it's one thing we know about Barton, he is very stubborn, and he's a survivor. Regardless, he's like uh, what you call a noxious bug. He just keeps coming back. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he'll find his way back to us. Like, For now, we need to resupply and heal our wounds. Oh, Sasha's right. As much as Bartham can be annoying at times, he's sometimes frustratingly capable. It's more like as long as he believes he's unkillable, I think he is unkillable. <laughs> I hope it works out for him. Okay. Uh, I'll, let's get the tr- let's let's get everything together. What do you need help with? Going back to the triplets. Uh, of course. He needs really knocked us so she can go help others. A group of you would continue to organize as well as you can, much like you had before the ceremony, just helping out where needed, putting things together, and in the span of a quarter of an hour, the following gathered around, uncertain about their future, but ready, seems like they are prepared to move. And then off we go. Near the front of this proceeding, traditionally as you undergo your journey on these paths, um, the mammoth lords lead this procession mounted upon their mammoths, spearheading the group. And as you're ready to leave, four figures sit perched upon five mammoths. Uh, Grandfather Sven, uh, now back with some of the others of Falcon House, uh, traveling on foot rather than the rigors of riding atop his burnt steed. Uh, And as the group all gathers around, ready to get underway, uh, Harik turns the mammoth around broadside before the whole of the following and looks down across everyone just waiting up all of everyone's upturned faces prepared for direction flickering torchlight borne throughout the following we have suffered this day They've brought us pain, Harik, not Lotan. They've brought us pain. As they came to do, these shadows from the past of our following have attempted to break us and found themselves broken upon our unbending strength. We are the broken tusks, she calls out. And to what normally would perhaps get a rousing cheer of return, there is some murmured ascent, couple of cries. Hanwi's shouting. Hanwi shouts out. We will not be so easily drawn into the fires of chaos by this madness. We will not fight them as they so desire as there is no need. Why would we stand against them, sacrifice our happiness and our way of life for their hateful crusade? We will do as we always have, as broken tusks. We will journey. We will follow the herds. And the blessings of Sister Cinder will guide our travails. Hanwi's not so sure how she feels about that part. So she's gonna be like, 
I knew there's anyone else. There, it's not like a rousing battle cry. The opposite, if anything. Continue just, on business as usual. We're just gonna leave. Screw those guys. <laughs> Carry on my wayward sons. And turning her mammoth around, the group departs. Now, my friends. Is it time? It is time. As boy, we now are some of the only scouts of the Broken Tusk following uh, that are in any state to lead the group. You will be determining the path of the entire following throughout your great lands here. Oh boy. Again, this is a path that you have followed year after year throughout the entirety of the time that you have been with the Broken Tusk, so the map is not hidden. You know these pastures well. You know these dells, these glades, these rivers. You are familiar with all of this as you have passed it spring after spring after spring. But the path is not, like it's not a beaten trail. You're not following exactly the same route. You have a destination and you are heading towards it and your journey will be, according to Watan, the same as it near always has. There is a lake to the southeast, the Gleaming Sun Lake. Uh, your following traditionally makes its way towards that, uh, following the rivers and approaching the lake bed itself, usually for a day of rest, recuperation, repreparation, uh, before continuing their journey further out east to a mountain pass called the Grandparents. Um, it is a gap in the great mountain range that runs out along the eastern side of your territory. Not one that you go through, but one that you approach and usually camp within. Uh, and in this massive canyon between these two rolling peaks, somewhat sheltered from the elements before you make your way back out and continue up around to the north. Is that the saber-tooth tiger icon? Yeah, that's the area, like that's the okay. like the area between the grandparents. Okay, so that's there. the goal, so it's like, that's, that's not your, that's your, like, spot. No, that's like your, your normal, like yeah. intermission campground. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Some midways through the spring. That's where the yellow ranger lives. Yeah, okay, we had that one. And uh, <laughs> as we travel here, this is, Hexploration time! Yay. But it's gonna be a little different than usual Hexploration time because you're not just Hexploring yourselves, you are Hexploring a huge following. Uh, which means a couple of things are gonna be different than usual. Uh, your speeds don't matter because you can only move as fast as the following can move, which is like as fast as injured grandfather Sven can move. <laughs> you, uh, is, we're not, people aren't being left behind here, especially not your literal leader. Mm. Um, you aren't going to be able to realistically, I, I can't, unless you guys pull out something crazy, use any kind of spells or abilities to affect how fast 75 people nah. can travel with an entire life on their shoulders. Secrets of magic, you never know. Secrets of magic, you never know. <laughs> I mean, I can feed, I can secret. feed one hell of a lot of people. Let me, me tell you too. that. You can definitely help with that, which is, which is great. Um, but as you travel throughout here, you can see there are a couple of different types of tile that just kind of denotes the vague terrain of the area. Each of these hexes here is, is about a dozen miles, which is realistically what the following all combined can travel in a day. Mm. Uh, because they all, you still need to stop and eat and you still need to rest. You, you need to make camp for the night. It doesn't matter how many burning mammoths are chasing you. If you run yourselves to exhaustion, you just die in the field. Mm -hmm. 
Um, the empty field field tiles are perfectly fine. The tiles that are kind of the brownish sand dunes or the trees are more aggressive rolling dells or thickets of forest that will be take twice as long to traverse. It will functionally take you two days to get into that section. Um, in the grand scheme of your travels, fording a single river, because uh, none of these are massive, none of these are the real grande or anything, is inconsequential to the amount of time that it's really going to take you to travel. There's no penalty for following or crossing rivers at all. They're not meaningfully going to influence you. Uh, but your first journey is going to have to take place immediately. Um, what would normally happen in the morning is going to start this night and probably continue through into the late afternoon of the following day to put some space between you. Again, you can see the red haze in the distance behind you, which you can see on this map. We are also going to be tracking the position of. Mm. Um, they are a massive horde of a following and they are so large their torches and their campsites so visible <laughs> that even dozens of miles away on the horizon you can still see them um, approaching or doing whatever it is they are doing as the following gets underway this evening it falls to you the least injured of the broken tusks scouting parties. <laughs> yes. Not the best or the brightest. <laughs> just the ones available. To determine That's retail. where our journey begins. We're not even in the crayon box. You're not even in the crayon box. I'll malachite you. Don't touch me. Do we trust these to lead us? Well, I've got no choice. <laughs> Everyone else is laid up with injuries. Where are we going? Um, so uh, this here is a hill, so is that difficult? Yes, That's hills two are days. two days to traverse, exactly. Okay. So moving quicker would let us round the hills and head then head due east. But then Unless we're moving thinking. farther away from the water. Well, not that much further away, and it gives us more distance from the horde. So we know the whole layout. Yeah, you've, you've again, you don't follow exactly the same path. So like some years you go down the north, that follow the whole northern river down. Some years you pass through the dells. Some years you wheel around. Um, as trained scouts, you would also be fully aware, looking at this situation, that the burning mammoth following is, is clearly significantly larger than the broken tusks by orders of magnitude, possibly. They're gonna be moving um, there is a reason that you have in your t in your following several different groups of like three to six scouts. And that is quite simply because smaller parties move more efficiently. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, while hills and forests will slow the following down, they will slow, they will dramatically That's slow the burning mass. Mm. As it will take a larger organization much more time I, to traverse similar terrain. I In think, that case. I think we should stay close to the river. Then and I think. Then yeah. difficult terrain is our friend. Is here. our friend here. And it's also going to give us more cover. We know the terrain better than they do. We might even be able to set some surprises for them in places where they're going to be less familiar if we can disable some of their scouting parties they might be delayed as well so then it seems like this is the best direction to move because that gets us closer and without away from the horde and closer to the i, I agree well, hills. yeah they used to we used to be a part of them Whatever the situation is, they know where we're going. But I they, hope they actually will go and tell us these things now. But, but they haven't been around in a while. We would have seen them. They haven't been here, and terrain changes. It changes a lot, even in a short period of time. But if we go around, 
if we take the time to go through these hills and they don't, it would be no different than if we had just gone straight there. Um, no, we'd be cutting it closer, actually. I and agree. We would have the resources and we'd have a better position to keep hidden from them. No, no, I, I mean, if they avoid the hills, if they just go there through this opening in the valley. They but they still have to cross the river. North of the river. Yeah, it, it, like if they use that arc between the hilly terrains to go there and we go down through the mountains expecting them to follow us, the two and four days that it would take for us to traverse the extra hills would be the same as them going around. We just have to pay attention to their movements. They're very easy to track. We can see them from here. Yes. Wherever they move, if they chase us, then we know that's what they're going to do. If they peel away to the north, we know that they're trying to intercept us. Uh, but if we want to use this valley to get through, they'll cut us off if we don't go straight there. I'm, I'm not interested in trying to race them. I'm interested in keeping the following alive. Yeah. We should probably consider that as well. I don't think we should move any closer to them than we have to. Exactly. Unfortunately, so. Harik doesn't want to fight these people. And I, I understand why, but it's... I don't want to fight I don't them think either. it's... I think we need to think more about, we need to think. We need to think more about the following surviving than, I also think that if we did have to cross the river, it's going to be much easier for us as a small group to do so and do so quickly than it is for them. I'm just saying that the burning mammoths, in their mind, they're at war with us and we should think the same. I agree. Like, do we have two weeks? You have, you have enough, you have enough water. Um, Refilling at the rivers, uh, well, refilling at Gleaming Sun Lake when you arrive is something that you will need to do. Um, but between, like, it's not an Arctic desert. Like, there is rainfall. Um, you you have enough water that Getting realistically, no matter what route you take, you'll have enough to reach Gleaming Sun Lake. So you don't need to necessarily worry about resupplying in a river. Like, um, but can, that may very well keep spirits a little higher. Yeah, I can very clearly see the fastest way to get there. And then I can see the smart way to get there. Well, where are we going? Because it sounds like well, you I guys want to go south. Is the only yeah. place we yeah. can go. Yeah, yeah that, that's that where is, we're going. No matter what we choose, this Fair is enough. step one. So over the course of the first day, we're just talking about yeah. like the yeah, departing from Rockloom, traveling through the night and the morning and the early afternoon, the group of you scout ahead throughout the plains and light forests of your route of your sealorn that you have taken again for your entire lives. And even as the sun rises and the curtain of night falls, Sister Cinder illuminating the terrain around you, still you can see the red ember glow of the horde in the distance as it approaches. And they do very much seem to be following in your footsteps. Um, Makes this easy. The horde clearly seeming to be taking to much the same route that you have led the Broken Tusks down, or that you are taking the Broken Tusks down. Oh, we could lead them on a merry chase. That's my vote. Uh, what's uh, what's the song? That, that, would, that would be the Benny Hill theme <laughs> song, Hill my theme. friend. Ah, yes, so, the, uh, the classic a tale and chanty of the Broken Tusks. As... <laughs> mm -hmm. Of all Pathfinder parties, really. <laughs> Eventually, Straight though, for the hills. adrenaline winding down before the night is even over and exhaustion starting to grip much of the following. Um, the group would start to lose momentum and slow as the sun started to wane into the afternoon. Push, having pushed through the night, it is impossible to go 
all the way to the following sunset. And your group would have to break um, some 10 miles away from Rockloom, preparing the evening's camp to hopefully get well rested and prepared as you can through the night to travel again the next morning. Um, pressure notwithstanding, again, there were no hives of blood seekers along the trail immediately. So that's great. Good job, yeah. team. Good news. That worked fantastically for me. My idea was flawless. I mean, they're gone now, so they're your gone. idea worked. I so get, yeah. I that means bit. that you win. Yeah. Uh, end results, all that matters here. <laughs> and the following erects the sizable tents that you have. Uh, again, these, these house tents that you had around this campground somewhat, I guess, perhaps counterintuitively to those unfamiliar, are the less permanent of the situations around mm -hmm. the campground. Those house tents go up every night. Mm. Uh, those are something that are erected each evening to protect you from the elements, again, the rain, the blood seekers, uh, the whatever <laughs> other things are around here to allow you all to rest and prepare Goose yourselves fairies. for the journey. Um, additionally, there is some very simple... Um, kind of bracketed wooden fencing that is arranged in an impromptu pen, uh, normally not fully enclosed, just to kind of keep help the herders keep most of your animals from straying off too far from your various campgrounds. And the group of you would be settling in with a truly exhausted following. Two more people of the missing would have arrived during the early travels. Fortunately, you are a large enough and obvious enough group that they could find them, that they could find you as you traveled. Unfortunately, that making it equally easy for the burning mammoths to track you as through your journeys as well. But that would mean that aside from the two who were certainly stricken down at the Battle of Rockloom, there was only one figure now left wholly unaccounted for, and that would be Bartha. A net neutral gain on population, so... We are. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You, have, you lost Barthen, two deaths, you had three kids. <laughs> We're vibing. Whoa. Awesome. Easy. Freaking even. <laughs> I, I, I could totally see Barthen just deciding to conduct a one-man guerrilla war against the entirety <laughs> of the Burning Mammoths. Does feel like something he would probably yeah. do. Should we just rename him Leroy? Because I feel like that would be a good <laughs> <red. laughs> Um Battle started. Leroy. But... <laughs> As the group of you settle around, Amka, though you would have been out, uh, you're out with the scouting party, and these are friends, uh, along with Barthen, who was unfortunately absolutely even trained to hunt and travel with by Ergola. Nocta finding herself well in over her head, and as they would also uh, return to help with uh, erecting the camp and everything once they've ensured the area around is secure, you would almost immediately be called upon by Nocta to help continue to tend to the litany of grievous injuries spread throughout the following, trying to stop any more from succumbing after the attack. And you get a heal, and There's you There's a lot a of heal. people that are very stabbed, and they need assistance. Guess what um, I have. What do you have? have? Risky surgery. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a nice bone you got there. Should be a shame if I remove it. They got this arrow. <clears throat> oh, man, they hate it when Omka shows up. But, I mean, you can't argue with the results. So when they see Omka and Nocta coming around to their little infirmary that you have, and Nocta's like, all right, you deal with those. They're like, God, no, sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> now, now bite this. If you had to remove a broadhead, how would you do it? Carefully. No. No. You don't. Um, <laughs> you, you cut the wound bigger. 
Yeah. I mean, that is the point of a lot of those kind yeah. of uh, injuries Risky and arrowheads. <laughs> That's the same thing I had to do with the taper. I'm legally obligated to tell you that I am not. I am not trained you for this. You have risky surgery, somehow not trained in medicine. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm trained in medicine. No. no oh, okay. <laughs> you have to be at least he's, trained. Uh, but but you, you, you have the support it's of like, your, I can stab people, Your sure. magic as well. You have the blessings of Sister Cinder. You have some invocations um, that will certainly aid you, but not a ton. You, you have what you have. I have what I have. Um, and throughout the evening tending the things... Spirits are still very much low throughout the area. Uh, Harik and Murthig, as the evening's meal is arranged, which is now uh, a combination. I mean, the herd's here for a reason. Uh, normally, that's a stock that's not dipped into this early in the trail, uh, but they make the decision that the boost of morale, the happiness of a good, warm, fresh meal, is worth the sacrifice. And they can deal with the repercussions of that decision later. They feel confident it'll be fine. Uh, also attempt to entertain much of the following with stories akin to what they had had at Rockloom. Uh, telling origin tales and fables from broken tusk history. Stories of the lands and Sister Cinder and life coming to the, well, the Ethgear before it was the Sjorn. This route you now travail. Why? What it means? Um attempting to inspire as they can. A group of you, after everything it needs tending to, I would imagine would be beyond exhausted, having gone from scouts and training to leading the entire following in the span of quite literally one unfortunate night. But... Thankfully, of all the places we could be leading them, it's at least something we're very familiar with. That's not terribly... Surely Aram, at the very least would be still concerned about your grandfather. Yeah, um, I know I'm at House Otter now, but I really, I would probably go back and I would try to Traitor. buff up his spirits by telling him that as the eldest of the clan, he has to, we have to plan a naming ceremony for the three children. We have to think of... Uh, and Grandfather Sven has his own small tent sort of off to the side. Is, yeah, while he is technically the leader of Falcon House, he is the leader of the following. So he, right. his is separated. from. And as you, you go find him in his tent, as he usually is in the evenings, you would find him laying out on his, uh, his roll of furs, unconscious, uh, Wotan kneeling beside him. And he would turn his head to you and just... Grandfather? He is resting at the moment, I am afraid. I don't imagine he will wake much before morning. Tell me the truth. Is he going to make it? That is not a fate that I can tell. A question perhaps better posed than Octo. If, he if is certainly very tired the day's events. I wish I could find Barthen. I feel like if I could find him, he would come alive again. You hear Sven sort of groan and stir a bit. Wotan, I don't know how many times I have to impress to you. I am fine. 
I am simply resting. Would you deny an old man his slumber? Yeah, Wotan. Wotan kind of looks at you. <laughs> kind of. No mirth in his face at all. And looks back down. It's fine. He hasn't opened his eyes, but he's addressing you. Of course not, grandfather. But a fall from atop a mammoth is far from small. Wotan, you have known me for how many years now, my brother? 104 winters, grandfather. I have taken much greater tumbles in my years. I assure you, you saw most of them. And you carried 80 less winters with you when you did. Rest, Sven. Please. And he turns and puts a hand on your shoulder and just kind of guides you towards the uh, exit of the tent, him rising himself to come with you. Can I do anything to make him rest more comfortably? Anything? He is somehow more belligerent in his old age than he was as a child, which I would have said impossible. <laughs> Ninety winters past. You would be surprised to learn how purely Barthen takes after him. Really? Hmm. Your grandfather was an absolute menace. <laughs> and how he became the head of a house, much less the entire following, remains to this day beyond me. Well, but in all seriousness, there is little we can do but pray to Sister Cinder for relief. And we can ask for the grace of Fandara to watch over her spirit. Nocta has done all she can, but. Thank, thank you, brother. I will not. I to you, Aram. It is possible that this fall has jolted his soul awake, perhaps made his body recognize how long it has graced this world. I do not know if he will truly recover. But you keep this news between us. There is no reason to bring any fear to the following without undue cause. No, brother. I will do what is necessary and I will do my duty to him and to this clan. It will guide us well and true, I am certain. But please, allow him his rest. The best we can do for him is to leave him for now and hope that without distractions, he will finally lay still and recuperate. Something he has very stubbornly refused to do for the past hour. Have you tried getting him drunk? That sometimes works. How long have you known your grandfather, Aram? Uh, 
I mean, that grandma told me some stories. I mean, when she was, you know, around. And again, when he carried some 80 last winters. And Latan turns and heads out towards the other tent. Oh, boy. The rest of you, um, if there is nothing specific that you were after. I do have one thing. Okay, Hanwi. Um, Hanwi's not going to necessarily subvert Harik's un- exp- desires here. Um, Always a statement that, you know, leads to good things. Yeah. But we're yeah. not going to piss off our elders at it's all. It's fine. It's fine. Um, she's going to go to the families of the two people who didn't make it. And she's going to look in on them and give her condolences. I'm not going to ask you to make up names and situations and any of that stuff. But, I appreciate that. Um, but one thing she might suggest is that um, they are still following us. And it's not a good time now, but when we make it to the hills, the passes will be narrow that they'll have to follow. And if you have any talent at snare crafting, um, any materials you could have ready by then will be put to good use securing a route and preventing more of this from happening. Sweet, sweet revenge. Hey, we got a bunch of snare supplies the other day. Where did all these come from? Oh, well, thanks, Ergola. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna leave a couple of these here. It's like, oh, there's only like two good hill paths through this area? Really? really? And they're following us because they really? don't remember this route because they haven't been here for generations? <laughs> Ooh. Sounds like they're gonna have a bad time. Hard field advantage. Well, give uh, them the, the, the entire the trail all the way for the next <laughs> week and a half is nothing but cow drops. Snares forever. Yeah, uh, Hanwi, Hanwi took this personally. Hanwi's at war, <laughs> and she can't tell people what to do, but she can tell Hanwi people. Hanwi is make someone who's like, well. <laughs> Time to kill a bunch of people. Yeah. Not what I expected, but you know, here we are. Oh, hot, hot. Character development. Yeah, she lived something. on her own in the wilderness for a while. She can be ruthless when she has to. That's fair. But kind of laying the seeds of, you know, guerrilla warfare amongst a bit of the following here. The group of you could rest, finally laying for the first time down to sleep since the Green Moon Fest, the morning before the Green Moon Festival. I'm getting some very well-earned and desperately needed sleep. The following morning, you would be called upon once more to strike out ahead of the following, ensuring the path is safe and leading, preparing the trail as you can for the Broken Tusks. Off to the hills we go. I'm just saying we don't want to lose the potential of this hill. Yeah, so I agree. Do south towards it. Do yep. south. If they are just following us, why not drag them through three hills? Mm-hmm. I agree. Might as well. And uh, again, even in open and mostly open pastures here, as you travel, you would see yourselves doing a decent job of outpacing the horde traveling behind you. Was no matter the terrain, the just sheer logistics of moving a force that large is going to cause them to travel a decent amount slower than you. Um, as only now are they really truly starting to make distance out from Rockloom itself. Uh, you having comfortably put almost a full two days travel between the two followings. 
You spend your days as you scout well out ahead of the following. Usually, uh, I mean, you're, they're always visible. You're generally maybe a mile at most out ahead. You're not totally leaving them in the dust, um, but you are seeing them slowly follow behind you. And you are again, more or less, just ensuring the path they're going to follow is safe and free of dangers. Uh, but it means that you are far enough out that the day-to-day -day of the following itself is not something that concerns you, and you don't meet back up with them for brunch. Um, you are using your abilities as scouts and hunters to gather what uh, <clears throat> you can to supplement the prepared meals, the meats, and simple creations that you can carry, you can bear with you as well as the water for the day um, without needing to return back to the following until that evening when camp is made. And uh, this time, Traveling largely from sun up to near sundown, uh, the following makes it its way towards the southernmost expanse of the hills here. Where these aren't mountains, but it's where the terrain starts to roll up in some places more jagged than others, uh, fraught throughout with some rocky cliff faces and some sheerer climbs and drops that make navigation a bit more difficult. Um, and it is no, it is that evening. When you return to the group, that something is very clearly amiss. Uh, as you arrive, the main house tents being erected, you can see a decent amount of the following is not gathered around the campfire in the center or in their tents, but sort of scattered vaguely off towards Grandfather Iowa's small structure uh i am running that way oh dear and as the group of you i imagine i'll follow mm -hmm. behind aram towards the tent uh, you would see both wotan and Murthig outside uh, keeping a bit of a vigil and as arm approaches Murthig puts his one hand up whoa whoa Calm yourself, child. Child no more, I suppose, but... It's good. Uh, I suppose it was very obvious. Well, your grandfather does want to speak with you. Uh, the whole group of you, actually. After everything that happened back at the Green Moon Festival. But, uh... Steal yourselves. Nocta and Harika are inside, doing what they can. It's, that's not good. And uh, Wotan's just sort of the near unblinking gaze he always have has looking down directly at Aram exclusively as Murthig's kind of looking across the whole group of you guys. Hey, Dean, keep your heads down and your spirits high as you can. And pulls the flap aside to let the five of you in. There are a half dozen people inside the small tent already. Nocta kneeled over by his bedside, a mortar and pestle, some small bundles of herbs laid out on little bits of hide, a couple of clay flasks and pots uh, just sort of strewn out alongside the bed where Grandfather Sven is laying full out on his back, his eyes open, but just sort of barely. His chest just moving as he breathes and spread out around him 
are several other prominent Falcon House members, as well as Harik, who is leading the group in a chant that you would be familiar with. By Fandara's blood you were born, into the blood mother's womb you return. By Fandara's blood you were born, into the blood mother's womb you return. Over and over and over. And it's hearing this that it really hits all of you. It's not bad. It's imminent. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine my mother and father would be two of them. My mother's his daughter. Um, I'll lock eyes with them and I'll bow my head toward her. And they continue their chants. They look back, but I'm rocking back and forth in this chance as Harik still leads them. Everyone here with sullen faces, some tears in their eyes. And, uh... He was almost larger uh, than life. The young tusks. Wonderful. (laughs) Please. Um, and Harik does not stop the chant. But does lower their voices so that you can speak with Grandfather as he kind of rolls his deeply lined face over towards you, his normal grin a bit of a grimace. I think it's time that I passed on the last of my tales. The legend of the primordial flame in full. I have already told Reek here so that she may bear it forward as she can, but as you have stood proudly against our past, where where is where is Barthen? Oh grand and, uh, grandfather, he's he's just he's busy. He'll be here soon. He's just held up on the trail. And you seem sort of look across you almost like counting heads here, seemingly confused. Seems to be a little bit losing where he actually like is. What's happening? He, he should be with you. He's coming, Grandfather. I, He's doing his duty. He's just cleaning up. Uh, I um reek. <laughs> Her mind is is like soft wood. It carves my ramblings deep into stories, so. She may remember them well. For, uh... Did... Uh, did Ergola... Her, did, did her children come to pass? Is, is her child well? She had twins? <laughs> Triplets. Had twi- Triplets. Triplets. And they are well. And uh, Harik puts a, a hand on, an, uh, on Sven's shoulder here. <laughs> He kind of takes a rattling breath. Oh, um, my my mother, Sidka. She and the the others, who who would become the first of the broken tusks in their time, they took the flame to Red Cat Cave. It is east of here. 
It was sheltered under the protection of a noble beast, an honorary spirit of our tribe. Grumbach. Grumbach the Groundbreaker. And every year after, we tusks would travel to the cave to ensure all was well. But... It was not. I was scarcely old enough to even remember when we arrived and it was gone. Sidka witnessed it with her eyes, the terrible, tormented spirit that Grumbach had become. The empty days where the flame once rested Grumbach's spirit was incensed, and in his hateful state he attacked her, and Sidka and the others were forced to retreat with the other tusks, and since then we have never returned to the cave where the flame was hidden. <coughs> Tusks back the Red Cat Cave. We do not know who took the flame, but Grumbach, even in his rage, he may still remember. Calm his spirit, find the flame. It has waited far too long. And perhaps the time has come for it to reunite us with the rest of our people. But grandfather, I always thought I always thought it was a legend. I thought I thought you were the flame. It is very much a real thing, Drew. Sister Cinder entrusted us with it. When we were still burning mammoths, and perhaps its light can bring us together once more. Aram, my child. <sighs> now he kind of heaves his chest, moving a bit more as his eyes close. And his chant continues again. I Fandara's blood, you were born. Into the blood mother's womb you return. And as his kind of heavy, heaving, shaking breaths fall lower and slower. I love you. His eyes do not open again. It is here, surrounded by his children, grandchild, those most trusted in his following. My grandfather passes from this world. After a few more repeats, as uh, Nocta lays one hand on top of his shoulder and the other palm to palm fingers intertwined with his, he takes a hand off of his throat and puts it 
around Aram <laughs> sort of bows her head with you there's a chant and the tent falls silent Thank you for making his passing a peaceful Nocta. Of course. <sighs> I remember when I first came here, and he was very generous to me. <laughs> a strange girl from the woods, and... He offered me all the hospitality of this place. Harik kind of crawls out, um, fully pro- prostrating herself, her forehead against his side, as the mourners here, your parents, all kind of gather around, um, laying forehead or hand upon his body. It is. A largely quiet morning, but your father would raise his head once. When I was still younger than any here today now, save for Urgula's children, I suppose. I, I was almost lost from the follow into a goat, a damn goat of all things. <laughs> Didn't expect how protective the mother would be when she had newborn children. I just wanted to see them. It was my father here who pulled not the goat away, but me. <laughs> Explained I was the one in the wrong. <laughs> but I was barely old enough to stand. <laughs> I crawled off to see the other children. <laughs> he saved me. <laughs> I'm here, Arum's here. And you see uh, Harik's hand below his chest kind of clench up into a fist. And she pulls it back, pounds into the dirt next to him. It's undue that his time should come now. He's seen more winters than any man I've known, save for my dear husband outside, but it's not right. That fall was too much for him and shouldn't have happened. It was my fault. If only my It wasn't era. your fault. With fires in the distance, plenty to cast blame upon. Why do we run? Why do we let them take this from us? We are tusks. We lost two and brought down dozens at Rockloom. And we turned. She takes a finger full of dirt and sort of spreads it down Sven's chest, placing her other hand open on his stomach. If they think to run us down, 
animals, like gods. They have seen the barest amount of our fangs. They will meet the tusk. And stands up and turns towards the flap and strides out of the tent. You can hear her outside call out of the following. We are done fleeing! Tariq. Tariq. And, uh... You see the flap sort of open, and, uh, you can see Murthig immediately rushing over to her, uh, hand up, and Wotan bows into the tent, hand out. Wotan. Let her be angry. Her emotions are understandable and not a fire that any of us can quench now. Grandfather bid us find the frozen flame. He bid us reunite the clans. It was his final wish. It was the only thing he asked of us. We must see it done. I will handle my wife. Do not worry. This is no problem the group of you need deal with, and though she may incite some fervor among the tusks, she will see reason, but she needs some time. Just sort of a, turning to the, the small group of a dozen now gathered in here. What, uh, if I could say, Harik is probably not the only tusk to feel those emotions in I the am last sure. few days. And... Though Grandfather Sven wanted us to reunite, you cannot reunite with someone who does not respect you. And if all they respect is violence, we may have to fight them to prove that. We showed them a fair sign when they arrived in our festival. We left the parties of dozens behind at Rockloom. They will have found less than a hand of ours. And, and if we need prove ourselves in battle again and make no mistake, the bulk of their following trails behind us, I am sure that as you scout before us, they have many scouting before them. Some certainly much further afield. This is not the last chance that you or any of us will have to enact vengeance, but vengeance is not who we are. This, and she turns into Harik is still outside, shouting. She's the song singer. <laughs> she is going to town out there about getting our spears, waging war, igniting the fire they desire. This, this is grief. Grief passes with time. I know this is a hard loss, and for many of us here, the first parent, the first grandfather, the first leader many of you have seen, but as is perhaps the curse of my blood, it's not the first or in the first dozen for me. This pain you feel, you will keep a part of it with you forever, but this burning will pass. It may seem callous, but we cannot cast ourselves upon the horde that chases after us. You have seen their size. This is not a battle we can win. Not here, not now. And certainly not if we fight it like that. Exactly. I suggest to you that we uh, best prepare as quickly as possible. Though time is against us, we cannot win at all if we are, you know, not ready for anything. 
Let your emotions run their course. They are a strength, not a weakness. Not fight against them. Let them burn. We will they find are. plenty of outlets. But many of Sister Cinder's blessings, but they will pass. And in time, they will mute. Enough that you can see reason once more, as will my wife. I will tend to Harik. You handle your grief as you can. If, if I may, well done. I can assist with my performance to help keep the rest of the uh, group calm in this uh, emotional type. I think for tonight, we will let this rage run its course. <laughs> I do not imagine the plan would be anything other than to continue to the grandparents. A narrow pass would make our stand. I believe that at the moment, she intends to travel there rather than hold, embracing our spears against them. Even with the terrain at our advantage, certainly a battle only a fool would take. No. Understood. It will not slow us in the coming days. If anything, perhaps this fire may only spur us faster. I am... This... This is a loss. One I have not felt so heavy in... Well, at least a hundred winters. If it's all right with all of you, I'd like... I'd like to go be alone for a little while. I'll... I'll be back soon. I just need a moment. Of course. Take your time. The tent kind of just holds the tent flap open for you to head out as uh, immediately you head out and Merthig comes up to the flap to to Wotan like we got with the dude. What do we do about this? (laughs) And he just steps out and starts it saying much the same thing to Merthig as well. Um, Hanwi will slip out too and she'll just follow Harik around, uh, not like with her, but just listening to everything she says and just kind of making mental notes. I uh, I will also be around Harik, considering that she is my mentor and she's in a very emotional state. Uh, it, I, I figured this is maybe best uh, one of her favorite uh, pupils uh, is nearby in case uh, uh, what you say, a shoulder to cry on, or yell at, for lack of a better term, I suppose. <laughs> um, Nocta comes back towards the tent and only kind of taps Amka on the, so- on the shoulder. I ask you now as an equal in the tusks, what do you think we should do? I do not, I have worries about leaving his body. And you would all traditionally know that there is not much in the way of funerary rites or rituals for the tusks. You're a rather pragmatic folk. As much as there is, is stories are told, words are shared, and the body is simply left on top of stone or a hillock. Uh, to become carrion and fertilizer to cycle back to the land there is no there is no grief and emotion tied to the body uh, it is the foremost belief among the group of you that at death the spirit has left and that essence is what was the person this 
behind is just flesh. There are little rights and little concerns to be had for flesh, but I do not want to imagine what the Horde would do if they found him simply left. I think, personally, we should, I know it's not traditional, but reunite his body and let it be consumed by flames. And then... I agree. Uh, according to our tales in ancient times, the primordial flame itself was used the burn what was left into ash and to return it to the smoke when sisters in there he may not have the flame when we have fire right I'll prepare that <sighs> give me something to do Batchmer think he is about to lose his mind at Harik's outburst he could use an outlet anything to occupy him that sounds good I can use some sh- strong and I heard Wotan's words. He is wise. Arik has always been uh, emotional. You grieve in ways that are different than everyone else. And I place no blame among her. Make no mistake. And I do but not judge anyone for grief. This will not be quelled. Not now. Prepare the fire. Perhaps something to distract her is wiser. Already the body. Right. The rest of you... Uh, to the rest of those grieving with the intent. Prepare your finest stories. We will tell tales until we tire. Of and for Grandfather Sven. That's... I suppose if she leaves you to ready yourselves, we too should perhaps leave for a break. <laughs> Stand uh, perhaps collect ourselves a bit. That was... <laughs> Welcome back, buddy. Yeah. Glad to have you. How you doing? Have a cry. A piece of my heart right there, too. Can you just pass that to me, please? There you go. <laughs> Welcome back to the adventure. Yeah. Our we, have a, we have a good time here. It's a, good, it's a fun campaign. Lighthearted. We're all, you know, happy. Just yep. Yep. rolling dice, having an adventure. Yeah, when Sven fell off the mammoth, his, his words, right? I was like, oh, if only Amka were here to heal this injury. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I do remember him saying that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, yeah. That's As what he, he was falling. Oh, where's Amka? Amka! <laughs> <laughs> we're going to stand up, stretch our legs, refill our drinks, grab some snacks. Feel free to do much the same. Hit up the bathroom. You're not going to be missing anything for a couple of minutes, except for some highlights of some of our older shows back from the Age of Ashes. We'll return here in probably about, it's usually 10 to 12 minutes is about the cycle before we come back down. Sometimes 10 minutes and 30 seconds. And we're going to do the only thing that we can do from here. We're going to carry on. And lay fun traps behind us. And lay fun traps behind us. dead body. I hate you. No. That was the worst thing you've ever said in my life. I, yeah. I completely tuned it out. My dirt filter's already on. <laughs> back, like back in a couple of minutes, everyone. <laughs> don't go too far. Already ignoring everything. Like yeah, sorry, I don't know what's going on with that. Anyway, mm. um, as we left off, 
we were tending to Grandfather Sven's, well, what funeral rites we can do. In the wake of his passing, it would serve as a an outlet, a diversion. As Murthig, you can't exactly make a bonfire at short notice here, but he can certainly build the campfire a fair bit longer, uh, larger, larger. Uh, with some assistance into a veritable pyre. And as any who wished took turns telling tales about Grandfather Sven's life, um, not wanting to leave his body behind, Nocta would do something very rare, which is address the following as a whole. Um, something that she almost never does. You could count on one hand how many times this happened in your entire lives here. <laughs> uh, to explain the history of cremation, that it was once an ancient rite and help uh, sort of assuage the fears of much of the following of the fact that you're just setting his body on fire, which is not a thing you normally do. And then speaking of setting things on fire... It's a swage, um, not a swash. Our, this will a do swash. nothing to assuage my confidence of this going better as Derp continues... Continues to be rewarded for poor decision making. Kaga handing the hero point. Uh, Surge of magic. <laughs> One ah, more time. Idiot. Here you go. <laughs> I don't care what that is. Take this. I don't want it. You don't want. Okay. <laughs> wow, that must be a really good one. Mm -hmm. If only we had two other casters on the party. Oh, wait. <laughs> but I don't have a card to trade him. Neither oh, neither of you do. Oh, yeah. Someone needs to give them a card so I they can rip dippy do. Can I get a new one? I don't think we'll ever be able to use this. If it's literally unplayable, like, I will let it. Let me think. see. I don't think that's that's a fine one, but probably not for this campaign. Yeah, I don't think. I think no, in this, in this campaign, campaign that might just is that the one where it's like if you're casting a magical spell inside a pre-built stone structure that's been lived in inside a city. It's the one that some of those hero uh, point cards are really specific. I some know. of them are a little specific. It's one that about using magic items. I don't think we're oh, gonna no. have a wealth yeah, of yeah, magic yeah, items yeah. In, in this, this campaign. This campaign, no other campaign, sure, but I don't. Yeah, think definitely I usable use most, that. but not a wealth of magic items in this one. For Our sure. magic items are like straight sticks works. that we find. <laughs> this one, that's for you. I hope this works. <laughs> but with this outlet for uh, Harik in particular, shortly after the ceremony. You would see her, Wotan would take her, not into the otter tent, but out to the fringes of the camp. Uh, these areas are largely plains, but there are still some sparse little groves and spread trees and foliage. He would take her out away from the, bearing a torch away from the camp of the main fire, leaving the rest of the falling behind to all grieve and deal with everything as they can. But. We cannot stop here. At some point, we have to rest, and we have to keep moving, because the horde is definitely still approaching. So, the following day, we're forced to all quite literally move on as we continue our travails towards Gleaming Sun Lake. Where are we headed? Hill me out here. Yup. Yep. Hill down to the hill, so you would get uh, the first day of travel getting you up into the foothills uh starting to move many of your herds and your mammoths around through the area uh, it would be a process of two days 
uh, for you to cover the ground that you had covered in any of the previous days into this uh, sort of outlying series of dells. And as you do, you would see the horde approaching, closing a decent amount of distance uh, during these two days of travel. And we are just by necessity of exploration. Uh, are we're kind of day by day here. This is this is <coughs> not a quick. There's a lot going event. on. Yeah, and this is this is a long journey and one that usually takes you like the better part of the spring. The Night of the Green Moon sends you back east for the journey that is through much of this season, traditionally. Uh, so as you reach the hills and the, uh, the horde approaches, where are you hoping to go after that? Move them to the hills so the horde approaches. Uh, where are you hoping to go from there? Uh, into the valley. The valley on the southern side, mm-hmm. or yes. we're gonna do a U through the hills so yeah. that they are forced to follow us, preferably through, through the entire, the entire thing. yeah. And as you as you and travel, we're gonna leave him some really nice surprises. As you travel into this territory here, into this slightly rougher terrain, um, the group of you being able to easily move out into this flat plain in a single day's travel, uh, putting some rough between you and the mammoths. With a couple of days intervening in Wotan's assistance, Harik does calm. There's a fire ignited in her, seeming to have burnt through. She's not exactly back to her regular spirits, <coughs> but she is maybe moving away a little bit from this. We will just fight them, Crusade. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, he's totally, by the way, been like milking that little speech she gave to kind of like say, you know, if you want to go make trap snare stair supplies while we're and working. Yeah, as, you, as you travel, <clears throat> as you journey throughout some of these evenings, you are talking to these, you are guiding some people and constructing an amount of these snares, uh, preparing some of these supplies, and certainly as the following trails behind you, uh, some of them are being left in your path. Uh, at the moment... This movement probably inconveniencing some individual burning mammoths, but definitely not a concentrated enough effort to make any meaningful impact on the horde's approach. But they're probably mad about it. And That's what matters. <laughs> that is truly what matters. It's about sending a message. Uh, from here, um, I you would guess you'd be hooking up towards the river, as this is mm-hmm. literally the only way that you could go. Yeah, we'll be um, moving up into that next hill. Perf- the goal is we move down and it forces them to be like, hmm, I think they went this way and they have to go through three Taking two more days of journey as the mammoths would as you get to the mouth of this small stream brooking itself into a proper river, the mammoths on the outlying regions of the hills itself. We would be over two vertices from there. They would be on the edge of the hills because they would not have gone down because that's not towards the tusks. So they would have been over there. Yep. Um, as they continue to approach. Uh, not, and it is at this point as you come around that you realize that they are, they are not simply following your path. They are moving directly towards you. This is a hunt of their own. They are simply stalking towards the following. Uh, However, all of the hilly terrain that you have between you is going to buy you an impressive amount of time. And in the two days that the group of you 
move a little further. It's no, it's actually one day up into the hills there uh, to this conjoinment of rivers, I assume, is what you're going mm-hmm. to up towards mm-hmm. the north. The this will be the first time that you've barely even seen this glow in the distance move literally at all <laughs> as this they're they're moving so little they're not even going to advance from that vertex today uh that is some slow freaking travel they have going on so a question for you since not a lot has been happening aside from just movement would i have been able to take time to possibly bulk up my weapon a bit in what way it, basically changing it uh, still a two-handed weapon but uh just a different one um training crafting yes give me a crafting check because obviously i don't have a full eight <clears throat> hours every day yeah. but over the course of like exactly over the course of so. it is it is at this point been i believe over a week since the green moon nearly one, a week two, since scaffolder five seven eight days yeah a little over a week and three or four days just since Sven's death you would certainly have time uh, to work in the evenings. You couldn't craft anything outright, really. That's a 19. Uh, well, so what are you trying to do? You have a bone greatsword, right? I mean, uh, all your weapons are largely handcrafted anyway, rock. minus uh, yep. arms. Uh, just adding more to the end. Uh, basically, great pick rather than great sword. Give it a pointy I bit. I want to give a pointy big bit. Big old tooth. Like a big old tooth on it. Okay. Tooth. Um, just find it on the ground. Tooth. Yeah, I wanted to. He's hungry. <laughs> in the evenings, um, with uh, Hanwi and um, with everybody's help, um, I want to start trying to dictate their path a little and hopefully guide them more purposefully into some traps that might be a little bit more consequential now that we've got a little bit of distance on them and we feel a little bit more secure about the knowledge of the route as it is right now, um, there have to be passes where they literally have no choice but to go a specific way. Um, If we can make that way very inconvenient for them by backtracking a little bit and putting some obstacles in their way, it could slow them down and perhaps even thin out their number a little. Okay. Um, With... You would, I guess, have a similar effect that the Hanwi's little guerrilla war is having here. Of the problem is that they are there so close at hand in the grand scale here, visible distance, and always approaching. Um, and you need to keep the tusks moving to make distance. That there's there's really not a ton you have time to do um, in days or even in evenings. So while you could certainly leave them some harassing presence <laughs> the point is to annoy them yeah. we are annoying yeah. them yeah. we will they're gonna be very mad when they get here obviously full of bees. <laughs> three to ten even optimistically people leaving behind little gifts is not going to stop the horde but it's gonna make a lot of people like the scouts and the foot soldiers not happy that's true. I mean, if the scouts don't catch it, it could make some other people unhappy. Like maybe a cook goes down. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that that would matter a cook lot. Keeps a lot more people happy than a single scout does. So um, break the morale. How about the rest of you, Ozash, uh, um, Verja, Amka? Are you as you're traveling? Not even necessarily things that you're doing out of the way, but like as you're traveling now, leading this following, 
uh, scouting out ahead and keeping everything moving through these traditional paths out to the east. Like, how how are you? How what are you? Do you have any particular rituals during the day, either to say screw off burning mammoths or otherwise? Um, how is how are your days looking? Um, Ozash is going to be spending the majority of his time, whether if it's you know personal meditation with what little rest in between you know of traveling. Other than that, he's just gonna try and be like keeping the morale up for you know uh, the rest of the party as well as like you know the groups or whatever. Because like I can imagine you know traveling over a week is just grueling and not fun, and we just lost you know a very you know huge figure, and so. You know, Ozash is just trying to keep everyone in high spirits and keep everyone going, you know, keep them motivated, you know. It's also much faster. Again, I, I will restate this just for total emphasis. You're going much faster than you normally do. Like, this this journey is one of an entire season and one that's generally leisurely, but the following is moving about as fast as they can possibly keep it going uh, to try and outpace this horde. So it is a, it is a much more grueling journey. Uh, than it has been in years past, even if the, the trails you follow now are ones that are familiar. Uh, you're obviously working to improve your sword, I realized after I asked you, like you spending a much of your time trying to find bits and to improve this, <laughs> to make this more pointier. Um, how about you, Amka? Amka, of course, rises with the sun, so before we go off to do all the rituals, but then when we get back, she's one of the last ones to go to bed and to bed down for the night. She visits every single person in the following to make sure that they are okay. That if they need anything to tell her and to do prayers with them to Sister Cinder or any other god they want to pray to, just to make sure that everyone is as okay as we could be in this terrible, terrible, terrible situation. With Grandfather Sven's passing, there is no de facto leader of the Broken Tusks, nor is there even one of Falcon House. Uh, but given the current events and the urgency with <clears throat> which you travel, no time has really been dedicated to filling either of those holes. Uh, the Tusks currently travel with no proper leader. Um, though after Harik's outburst, the night of his uh, grandfather's passing, she has, more than anyone else, sort of become the one that the following is looking to. Uh, the one that is sort of unofficially leading the spirit of the Tusks, if for no other reason than... As the song, seeker, the song singer, she is just such a powerful personality. She's such a powerful force. And she is something that is very easy for everyone to rally around. As far as Falcon House, they go about their business as they have, but now with no Mammoth Lord and no official leader. Just bigger things to worry about. So... Actually, a question just out of curiosity. What happened to Sven's mammoth? Did he just let him go? Or Sven's this... mammoth is still with you. Um, it is... Crispy. It's it's a little burnt. Um, at this point... I would try to make her feel better. They would have... Uh, during the first day's travel, or maybe it wouldn't have been... Like I said, it would absolutely be a super high priority. Possibly the top priority is fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, to literally mm -hmm. Sven. Um, they would have clipped most of the burnt and singed hair uh, along the side of the mammoth where it, was, where it caught fire down fairly low, uh, leaving it looking almost half-shaven up one end. And you could still see this gnarled roll of burnt flesh atop its back where the uh, burning mammoth warrior had mounted it and then you know, enacted the name of his people. Uh, 
but that would have started to go down. The Mammoth is definitely still with you. Uh, it has no Mammoth Lord, uh, but it still follows along with the following. It still comes on the herders, take it like they do anything else. But it has, it follows as faithfully as it always has, uh, even without its rider. That mammoth, perhaps guided by his very spirit, is still as much a part of the following as it ever was. That's good. That's good. Um, as an herbalist, is there anything I could make for him that might make the burns feel a little bit better? He might just to comfort him, if, if nothing else, just to take the pain away. It's unlikely you would be able to do anything that the healers and the herders couldn't do. Um, but not to mention such a large creature, it'd need way more than you'd regularly yeah, find. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. It's a big boy. Mammoth's large. Uh, now that you're traveling along the river here, you have access to fresh water, which is always nice. Uh, fresh water from these streams and these rivers that lead to Gleaming Sun Lake, which is named as such for how pure and blue its waters are, is fed largely by these two streams. So the streams on the east one of them feeding in from the grandparents to the mountain, and the other one trailing out towards the north, uh, kind of a confluence of all the other streams as they pool at the lake. Uh, but this afternoon, it'll be early afternoon, as you reach this intersection of the two western streams, it would become very apparent as you approached to refill your water skins, or even just as you journeyed to this little nexus that something was a bit amiss. Mm. Uh, the waters of the northern stream, as they flow down, are... Well, they've got a bit of an odor. It's, it's pungent enough that approaching the river, you can smell it coming up from the water. Uh, in addition, you can see numerous fish bellies just sort of floating down this northern stream as they join into this larger uh, river feeding the lake itself. We pissed off the goose. <laughs> hmm. The smell. What is it? It smells vaguely acidic. Uh, Almost like a rotting citrus, like sickly sweet, huh. but nauseating. The whole river? Well, like the uh, bit of the river bank. I got As you. you get close to it. It's not like you can smell it from 20 feet out, but like uh, you come in to refill your water scans, you can absolutely smell it. You just hit a smell cue that I know. I do not like that smell at all. <sighs> it's not a pleasant smell. It is not a pleasant smell. Can we try to follow it? It's not like overwhelming. The water's but not it's flowing. Like, like it's like localized here, right? This it is, is. It's this spot is contaminated with something. Right. Okay. It's not like the river is suddenly poisoned. Well, I mean, it, it's yeah. not this specific spot. It, it is the river. It is oh. like the, yeah. the bank of this where it flows. Oh. Can we follow it up and try to see where the pollution is originating from? That would be the probably logical answer. Uh, Otug. Otug. Otug just barfing into the river. <laughs> yep. Yep. Bath. This is what happens. That's true. Otug literally just bathing would probably pursue this, produce this result in the river. But as the group of you uh, start to travel upstream, 
the banks of the river being a fair bit more heavily wooded than most of the plains around them, as you know, the banks of rivers are wont to be source of life and all that. We're talking about tiny tributary, correct? No, you just came up that's a northern tributary. Oh, so it's a big tributary. That's a, okay. got some stuff going on with it. And the lake is downstream. Yeah. From the lake these. is downstream from here, yes. Whatever flowing down towards the lake. here is going to lake, which is bad. Which is bad. Which is bad. You would travel upstream for well, let me let me start here. Uh, what are you all doing as you travel up this river? What are you looking for? What are you thinking? What are you doing? Uh, obviously looking for somewhere where there's less fish bellies and nasty Seeking. smell. Water that sucks less. Okay. Water that sucks less. Because that's a good indicator that we passed the problem. Yeah, let's just do exploration, but that's probably good. Yeah. Seeking. So you're seeking. What are you doing? Seeking. There's, I guess there's a mechanic for this. That's way easier. What are you doing? Seeking. Everyone's looking. Uh, Ozash? Hmm... Judging by previous experiences. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking river Not fairies, so they're back. <laughs> I swear if I see another goose. Um, Hanui will be recalling knowledge, trying to figure out what this is. Okay. Um, why don't you give me, uh, just immediately I'll give you an occultism check. Occultism, eh? Mm. Occultism. You know, and you want me to roll that? Seems yeah, because this fishy. is just knowledge. If it's just general knowledge, just go for it. I'll let you throw it. See if you get to lie to me. Yeah. I get a three. <laughs> you have, I mean, you just have no idea. Like, it's, okay. it's, it's not a lot because this smell is not overwhelming. It's notable. Mm. And it's a little sickening once you pick up on it, especially if you get close to the water. But it's not super overly, like, it's not omnipresent. The whole river does not stink like death. Mm -hmm. And there could be a million things that cause strange pollution or fish bobbing down the river. So, like, failure on this is just, I don't know. Okay. Because you just, just not enough information to really narrow it down. The Gribby would travel for probably five minutes or so up this riverbank through uh, sticking close by, uh, close enough to be able to see that the problem is still occurring. Uh, before you hear some... Geese. Is it really traumatized by that goose? <laughs> Holy yeah. crap! More of them. Bees? It's not traumatized. It's ready to kill more. That goose, like, really? You missed the goose. Apparently, apparently the goose? something extremely traumatizing. Like that party thing defining one shot goose. The party, party defining, defining goose, goose is accurate. Uh, you would hear voices and laughter a little bit further up. Hmm. 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 Um, You've got a big thicket in front of you here, uh, but as the edge of the riverbed kind of splays around, it's still a bit like of a rocky shore. Sometimes it juts up into small cliffs. None of them are particularly tall. Uh, there appears to be a, a clearing along the bank past this thicket, so you can't see the source of it yet. But you definitely hear what seems to be, appears to be several people, several voices. Let's try to flank them. Um, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna switch to avoiding notice, and I'm gonna try to circle around. I could slip forward um, and wear a less, a more subtle form, and see if I could catch a glimpse of something. Let's do both. I remember it being sort of like open-ended, like you can make up an, uh, an exploration activity. I mean, yeah, if you have an idea, throw it at me. It's a tabletop roleplay yeah, game. Everything's like, open. That's the point. I'm, ass I'm assuming that this is not going to be good. Can I be ready to, like, intimidate people? Like, can You're I be ready to, like, his lines. to, like, show up and <laughs> mm. be, Battle cry? Like, sort of like Battle Cry, but 
Battle Cry is literally just a level. Getting their attention. Is Battle Cry just straight up a level one feat? It's a skill feat. Level one skill feat? Yeah. It's, it, is it's it a like, skill feat? Or is it, it's that a level one? No, they're all no, it's high. One. I thought that was high level. You have level. to be expert. Um, I... Yeah. You... You could ready to do that. I think that would functionally just be scouting because you're like super, that's like yeah. scouting flavor because you're ready to throw hands with whoever it is. Yeah, I'll just stick to seeking then. Okay. It makes more sense because battle cry exists. So I was like, yeah, if yeah. it's a level one feat, I'd let you use your exploration activity to get the benefits of a level one feat, but that's what I was considering yeah. it. No, it's level seven. Um, so Hanuk is going to focus and shift her form into that of a uh, of a small rabbit, and start uh, making her way uh, quietly through the thicket. To so you're also going to avoid notice. Uh, definitely avoiding notice. Okay. Yes. She doesn't want to be lunch. So why don't you, avoiding <coughs> notice, lads, give me some stealth checks? Yay. Uh, so pest form has a plus ten to stealth. Banging. Go for it, dude. It just replaces your modifier, Oof. right? Yeah. Whew. 28. Damn. You Get are a rabbit. Three. Uh-huh, 12. That's a 20. Well, Hanwi, Taraka and chat feels like you might need this. Thank you. There you go. Flash of insight. <clears throat> Trust me, I know this. <laughs> you needed that earlier. Zero faith. I, I didn't get a 28, but I got a 20. Okay. Uh, still pretty good. So... As you guys approach here, Hanwi up at the front of this thicket as a small rabbit, you would see a gathering of nearly a half dozen figures. And based on their very minimal garb and the burns across their face and their bodies bright red, these are certainly a group of burning mammoths. Uh, they have with them a wooden wagon, like a wooden scrap wagon, uh, the wagon, uh, wagons exist, obviously. You guys don't have, like, the local oh, Wainwright shop to, uh, use the lathe to trim these wooden wheels down properly, but you can, you know, bend things into a circle and mostly make it work, so it is, it is more of a rickety cart with a large crate in the back of it that looks to be about four feet across in any direction, maybe three feet high. Like a of, crate? Like, like a, like a, 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 a like an interwoven crate? branches and reeds, okay. not oh, like okay. A, okay. planks. A box of sorts. Uh, more like a cage, I suppose, a wooden cage. Okay. More than a crate. A container of sorts. Inside that cage. Two cards. Is a strange, and uh, Aram, as you're kind of up on the Probably just do west of them up on a bit of a ledge peering through the underbrush here. Uh, you um, could see more. That's Hanwi, first of all. Um, <laughs> Hanwi's definitely not up there. And more west than that, like on the west side of it. You would be able to see this a little more clearly than Hanwi could. Um, I don't know where you're pointing at. The place you just went, but Aram. And then more west than that. And then more west than that. And then more west than that. There you go. <laughs> the west side of the thicket. There we the go. West, west, west. <laughs> we got to the west. We got there. Um, you would be able to uh, more clearly see the thing that is in this cage. And it is a weird thing that you certainly don't recognize exactly what it is. It looks like a pile of sort of molded vegetation like that's starting to rot uh a large 
antelope skull with horns still attached, a couple other small bones, all just congealed into a dark blue, almost black, sloppy mass that's just plopped in this cage. It's like a heap of rot and bones. What you're saying is, is it looks like something that I should set on fire. It looks kind of tarish. It looks like it could very possibly be flammable. Well, it's more like that shouldn't be allowed to exist. Exactly. <laughs> Banned from being alive. Thank you. Um, but both of you would definitely see five burning mammoths gathered around. Um, three of them. But you've seen a few burning mammoths at this point. All of them with a bunch of spears and javelins slung across their backs. Two of them bearing those large bone bossed hide shields um, that <clears throat> you had faced down at the... Green Moon Festival, and Ozosh for beating people, a card from Taraka, <clears throat> and another, my grant my first hero point ever redeemed to Ozosh. Oh, thank you. Go. Hashtag you never forget your first. All right, so the first one was protect the innocent. I can't save everyone, but I can save you. And the second one is kill the innocent. <laughs> I'm the innocent. Distraction. Now you yep. see me, now you don't. <laughs> But they are no, I got, I got amazing laughing and uh, talking amongst themselves. Uh, most of them are near the wagon. A couple are near the riverbed, uh, just using their feet to kind of push sand from the bank, uh, just stir it up out into the water a little more. The one nearest behind the wagon has what looks like a short bone, like almost like a machete in his hand, and is sticking it through the bars of this cage and like sloughing off little chunks of whatever this thing is that plop down onto the ground where the other two are kicking it out into the river. Um, oh, okay. Arum, pretty straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't a very funny That's, that's about all the evidence I really think I would need, right? Yeah, like, it's very clear what's happening. <laughs> Not a subtle operation, this one. Um, Nothing the mammoths do is um, subtle, now that I notice, actually. I, I feel like... Hanwi and Arum will both be close enough to hear that uh, the two of them are joking about this thing. Uh, this is the thing that they have in the cage. And uh, each of them is trying to come up with an increasingly more ridiculous comparison to what it smells like. And they're having a great time. Someone's having fun. Well, um, Hanwi's gonna hop away and uh, go <laughs> rendezvous with everyone else because this is pretty straightforward and easy. Um. Aram uh, is going to stay there and uh, kick off the festivities. Um, How far away are we? You're on the south side, I think, so you're just barely off the screen. We okay. might have to uh, zoom it out a little bit because you guys got a decent eye distance here. Um, I'm going to come a little bit back toward uh, the party uh, to the point where I think I could probably signal one of them with you my cannot, hand. You cannot. You are hiding. What I'm saying Those is I'm going to... Incompatible activities. Right, but I'm <laughs> saying to the point where if I was going to signal, so they would be able see. to see me. Okay. You would have to come all the way around to the south end of the thicket. To right that. there. Yeah. That's like exactly where when I want to be. you shoot, we will see exactly. Exactly. standing up to shoot. Yeah. Um, and Pretty good signal. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm going to load two arrows, and I'm going to fire uh, at the one who's closest to me. And uh, as... You, all four of you, and the burning mammoths together, see Aram rise up from the brush here. So here's what I saw. Bow loaded. Oh, God. Before Howie <laughs> has the slightest chance to explain what's going on. Uh, everybody, 
is going to roll me some initiative. Need some footnotes here. And I'm still scouting. And you still scouting. Still scouting. Yeah, take your plus ones. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, Hanwi's a little bit caught off guard by Arum's immediate descent into violence. What do you got, Hanwi? Uh, I have an 11. Woo! That guy's my prey. How about you, Ozash? 23. Feast and famine. Verja. 16. I guess I can put Amka back in the mix now. Arum? <laughs> 13? Man, it's almost like uh, we just evil commenced festivities with zero preparation. <laughs> exactly. Um, 17. That is higher. Sometimes you just, roll a four. Well, Ozash is up there. Um, Where are minis? I have quite a few. I have three minis for people who... I mean, us two. Thank do you. not have shield. <laughs> oh, your minis also. <coughs> That's fair. We too I didn't know if we changed things up and the minis are just being lonesome on the back table. And then I got two minis for... The two that do have shields. shields. Two that do have shields. Because there should be five of them. There should be a 5v5. There should be five of them total. Mm-hmm. And let me see. The three of... It's about like horizon range to me. <laughs> and three of are going to 26. Of course they do. So like, whoa, who the heck is that? Arum with this, this rust like I mean like a sixteen, because your initiative was to hide, so you're just absolutely flopping through the brush as you come up and they just turn like what the hell? And then see everyone and are like, oh crap, things are happening. Um the two with the shield. Oh, the other way with the two if we want for the meddling kids. Get an eighteen. You could turn into a dog. Which I believe puts them in here. Not yet. Oh. What'd you get? Seventeen. Mm-hmm. So, three of them immediately seeing the, the group of you here, uh, well, seeing Aram at the very least, who is the closest, are going to call out and get everyone, get the rest of their group's attention very quickly, as the rest of you can't even, have not even seen this pack yet, save for Hanwi. Aram, you would see literally all eyes turn towards you. Um, so you can see us. You can see and us. You can see them. They can see you. Everyone sees you. Good. <laughs> I have a villain point. Watching Dan her. Bennett, 360, poor squid, no hero points. Desperate swing. Yeah, they killed my grandfather. I'm feeling pretty pissed right now. That was now. like a week ago. Oh. Come on. Um, to be fair, they didn't kill him. The fall did. But the <laughs> three... God. I guess I gave them to you in the wrongest. Oh yeah, no, I gave, I gave you. Use. Let's do this so it's less confusing. I know you already set everybody up, but I just realized two of those hop weapon tokens literally have shields. Give me back the weird bugbear in the middle. This guy. Yeah, give me that guy. Oh. Take this third orc with a ton of spears. And orcs with tons of spears can be spears, and people who literally have shields in their art can be people who have shields on the board. That'd be perfect. Sense. That works. Problem solved. Um, shields or shields. Spears drawing spears. their spears and moving a bit down the bank. Uh, the one spearman closest to the bank is just going to kind of end up moving basically south like 10 feet uh, before loosing a spear sailing out towards Aram as he stumbles to stand up, I guess getting his pants caught in the brush here. Uh, and the other two... Do I two... get cover? No. Aww. <laughs> He's... It's Come just on. difficult terrain. It's not like massive trees. It's like the, the uh, uh, just a well, thicket thought... of undergrowth. Maybe you like cover. Thank you. Um, the other time. two also drawing their spears and rushing forward before a salvo of javelins the group of you would all see uh, just flying past Aram here. 
Each of them having to get the draw and then the move, so they're I all getting... See why people almost died. It's this. Mm. It's a lot of yeah, this. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of this. We're doing level two things. Yeah. Is this level two thing? No. 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 Well, it sure um, was nice to have a four-man party. So we got a 19, a 21, and an 11. Uh, the 21 will hit. Okie dokie. One of these javelins from this flurry managing to actually catch Aram here, dealing seven points of piercing damage uh, before he can really get his bow ready as you see him get it kind of like stuck. He's got way too excited to go there. Uh, now, Ozash, you don't know what you're fighting, but you're clearly fighting something because of like an entire battery I mean, of javelins just flew by. Yeah, I was about to say, I at least see the javelins uh, going, you know, somewhere and I'm, and knowing Aram, I'm like, Shield up, and I'm gonna get as close to the group as possible. Uh, You're right here? Yeah. You can get all the way to there, because I already that's, counted. That's perfectly fine. I'm gonna get up there, shield at the ready, and as I'm coming up there, I'm like, Hey, hey, look at me. Look at me. Come at me. I am shield, shield now. And the, the two in the back who have the hide shields on their arm kind of just like incredulously slowly turn around. One from the riverbank, literally still with his foot in the water where he's just pushing it and just looks over. The other woman, are these tusks? And uh, one of the spear, uh, spearmen up front as he's reaching for the other one, I told you, I told you they've fought forward scouts here already. <laughs> uh, they're, oh, God, that, I told you so in there. Both going to draw out their spears as well and rush up towards Ozash, uh, coming up on either side of the spearman he has closed with here. Got a bunch, bunch of guys, a bunch of stat blocks on different pages. And as they rush in, the first of them is going to, uh, the one from the, the beach is just gonna kind of lunge out with his spear as he, as he stumbles forwards. Um, yeah, stumbles forwards for a 13, absolutely doing nothing. Ozash <clears throat> saw coming a mile away. And then the other one, rushing forward on his flat ground here, shield down in front of her horizontally, puts her shoulder down much as you've seen before and rushes to just slam into you with this bone shield bus. Um, for a 20. He kind of locks in with shield to shield and just pushes him back. And as you do, uh, she, she doesn't really get a good catch. So the shield kind of pushed off to the side. Neither of them have their shields actually raised. They're sort of caught confused here. Don't seem to be terribly aware of what's happening. Uh, the, the woman calls back, they can't be burning tusks. They're holding weapons. Idiots. I'm good. All right, then. This is what we're doing. May the truth of the first dawn, the light of the first dawn, Gaijo strikes. I just slap his weapon. Oh boy. Magic weapon. Boink. <laughs> Boink. I would like to point out, I have a fatal D12 weapon currently. This is gonna hurt. Go to town. This is gonna be fun. Go to town, friend. Um, and then I'm gonna move my. You don't even see what's happening. You just hit his voice. I hear fighting. You hear slams. I hear Arm scream probably from getting hit by something. So you see Arm take a javelin. And I'm gonna move. <clears throat> Ah, oh, this is a good view. This is... All right, then. So, guess who can move exactly up to the enemies and strike? You. Me. 
and I factored in a square of difficult terrain. Fair enough. Rushing around, coming up on the flank here. As this guy comes up and just sort of thrusts out with his spear, he looks confused. Seeing you run over, how many of them are there? <laughs> so They keep coming out of the bush. I uh, basically, I took my greatsword and I just added a, a big monster or dinosaur tooth onto the end of it, kind of like a, a hooked bill. You so, added a broken tusk? Broken tusk. Ah. And, um, I hate you. Looking at these guys. It's like a signature <laughs> weapon now, yeah. You know, I put this on there thinking it'd be real good at getting around those shields. Let's try it. She'll not even in between the two. Yeah. Not even it's in like, the way, but we're going to see what happens like down to it. Then it's going to work. Yeah, he hasn't thought about it yet. So that's going to be a 17. Um, I believe 17. 18. Sh- 18 will definitely catch him. Ooh, it's a plus one strike. Yep. All go. right, so 18 will catch him. Come in, big whap. 2d10. And I get another d10, which I'm going to yoink from you. What else is new? 7, 12, 15 damage. And with that pretty resounding blow, that guy staggers pretty hard. That's a big old golf swing. It's not going to cut him down in a single blow, but it's not going to be terribly far off of that as he frantically kind of panics to get his shield up between the two of you. Aram. Uh, Aram, uh, taking the spear in his shoulder, but almost seeming to have to be happy to have some pain, physical pain to focus on, uh, we'll kind of shrug it off. Uh, and he was already aiming uh, for the guy in the back. Uh, we'll take the two shots that he had planned to take when he stood up. Okay, for this one back. Blink, blink. Blink, blink. Pew, pew. Hunted shot. Uh, that's going to be a 21. 21 will hit him. And then uh, the second one, um, he just got really excited, and I think taking I a little bit of damage to his arm uh, kind of threw his aim off a little. So you catch one. Uh, so. Oh, he will take seven damage. Okay. Um, and then uh, once again, uh, he'll pull another arrow uh, and he'll fire another one uh, into the guy. Pin cushion time. Shoot mini arrow. Um, for a seventeen. Seventeen. Oh no! Wow, that was, was dumb. Like, no, it's uh. Well, on your third attack. I was I'm like, six. what'd you no, roll a twenty? This is my second attack. No, it's your third. Your third attack. Hunted. So you minus six. Your third, yeah, it's minus three zero, minus three. You minus just six. shot two. This is three. Yeah, it's one. It's two attacks for one action. This is your yeah. third attack. Doesn't oh yeah, you're right. Uh yeah, so my no, that's that's gonna go super wide. There's a nine on the die. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. It was, I no, assumed it was like an 18. If it was like no, 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 no. That's going to go super wide. Uh, one action left. Um, Roll I will 20s. duck down and take cover. Fair enough. We'll get your lesser cover up to cover, bringing us back to Hanwi. Okay. Hanwi. Who is there. About to tell people <clears throat> things, and then <laughs> you had enough I'll... time to change from a bunny, and then this happened. I'll listen to you, Hanwi. <laughs> <laughs> um... Hanwi's going to, uh, let's see, slide over next to, she wants to kind of get a little closer so you can get people within range. Uh, step in front of uh, Amka. Amka's taller than her, so it shouldn't be an issue. Fair enough. Um, uh, sees the one in front of Verge is looking a little weak. Uh, you there. Uh, light of the moon, and a ray of light will flash out towards him. 
for a ray of frost. That's gonna be a 27. <laughs> 27 is gonna critically hit. Bam. Alrighty, that's uh, 14 points of cold yeah, damage. Yeah, that dude is unalivant. So the guy stumbled up from the beach, barely had time to register things were happening, and then got a giant Virgis smack and froze. And uh, his body just kind of crumples, frigid and frostbitten down onto the ground. Uh, leaving a little spray of bits of broken frozen leather and fur as he hits the <laughs> hits the sand at the edge here. Uh, he really blew it. <laughs> our spear crew, um, the one in the back who just got hit <clears throat> by Aram, is going to pull out another spear and throw it at Aram. <laughs> Screw you, 15. I'll show him. He does I don't even see it. But he draws out another spear. Oh. Another that, spear. That would hit me. That would hit you. <laughs> Whereas the one a little in front of him is instead seeing you kind of duck down the bush, just going to pull out a spear and charge up into the bush with you. Um, Second one? That's the shield guy, that guy right yep. there. Yep, straight up forward, closing the distance with arm. And... He's just going to take his spear uh, in both hands and just thrust forward in this undergrowth. Oh, uh, what? For a 25. That will definitely hit. That will crit me. Don't let You're that gonna happen. You're going to take five points of piercing damage oh. there. Um, as a third javelinier, who is kind of in front of everybody, uh, as who's right in front of Ojash and sort of offset from Verja, is going to reach back for another spear, pulling that out. Um, and I guess he's got big shield. He's got giant cleaver man. Giant cleaver man, way more intimidating. You're getting a poke, my friend. Just leave it to cleaver. Ah. Poke. 26. Just a normal hit. Oof. And poke. 21 is the minus five. 19 and a 19, true combo. Dang. Um, getting, no crits. Yeah, no crits. Verge is not even raging, but two pokes into Verge here uh, with a quick flurry of the spear as you are like mega committed to obliterating this first guy. You are going to take a total of 12 points of piercing damage over two hits if that matters to you. Mm, not until like level 12. Yeah, like I didn't, like, you also had to be raging anyway. Yeah. So I didn't think it did, but just in case. Uh, which brings back around to Ozash. Yeah, raging resistance takes a while to kick in. So let's see here. Well, since it worked so well last time. Earth beneath me, tremble, be vosk. He's going to cast Shockwave and Nicole. Absolutely, you can just hit all three of them. No yeah. problem. Rip. Um, is that reflex saves? Yes. Yeah. Rip. DC is 15. Okay, I got two regular successes. Okay, so they're just flat-footed. And that's the two Spear spearmen, and the shield lad is also going to all regular successes, so a bunch of flat-footed throughout the party here. And Beautiful. Then, <clears throat> better safe than sorry. Last action, shield up. And as I put my shield back up, I'm like, Virgia, have fun. So you sure to shoot this quake, and the woman with the shield... You blind, you fend her off perfectly fine, and she sees her ally explode immediately. Um, she is going to run back to the cart. Uh, oh, the one was oh shield. And as she runs back over to the cart, uh, gets up next to it, you see her 
raise up her spear and almost swing down chopping with the tip of it, just sort of hacking at the corner of this cage. And she can take her last two actions, just trying to force off um, one side of this cage here. And as she does, the blob inside, it's a cage you can see through it, but it seems to be a very thick, like tar-like essence is gonna out the side a little bit towards the edge of the wagon. Hmm. Oh boy. And it is going to blob out as a weird oozing slime beast. It doesn't, it mostly just oozes, but part of it starts to kind of rise up and move as it's freed from this uh, restriction here. And being the totally mindless pile of weird slime that it is, food. It is going to immediately attack. The lady that just let it out. <laughs> I like this thing already. Uh, Three times. <laughs> oh my god. You know the, the things that are slow and uh, you don't want to be next to so that it can't use all three actions on you. It's going to get a 19, which is going to hit. It's going to get the, a 21. Which is gonna hit. Yep, and they're all It's gonna too. get, oh my god, an 18, which is gonna hit. <laughs> you know, the creatures that are very slow, you don't want to have all three actions mm-hmm. to hit you mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. this happens. And it, it, holy crap, I can't believe that this is what high rolls does work. Uh, but after, as this thing comes out, you see a side of it just sort of roll up over the edge of this cart and just slam down on this woman like a wave who was very focused on trying to get it out to unleash it on you guys with no consideration for the fact that this might happen. Uh, and she... she I would that... free the thing I've been stabbing with a spear and laughing about the whole time. Didn't she know that nothing could stop the ooze? She's going to take a total of 14 points of damage. Um from just the actual hits. You're gonna see it slam into her, and it just hits and hits again and just pushes down, putting, like pulling more and more of this mass, this molded vegetation and bits of bone up over her. Um, and it looks pretty forceful, but not lethal. However, you will absolutely see her crumple under this assault to Oh, lovely. Something worse, perhaps, than just the physical impact of the thing itself as it slimes up over the edge of the cart and fully subsumes over her as it shoves her down to the ground. Um, Amka. What is that? Oh, God's above. Um, I'm going to s- take a <clears throat> little step forward. I mean, the fires stay stoked. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and cast a heal on Varja because he took a hit. I'm paying attention to him taking hits. He got a hits. little poked. He got a little poke. So we're gonna. Should have put me in range. I was, I'm in range, right? You were in range. You before. were in range where you were. Yeah, I need to move up a little bit though. Okey-dokes. I can't believe it hit all three times. <laughs> I can. That's such high rolls. You heal for nine. You got a one. Yeah, I got a one. Still better than none. Arm, are you okay? You're okay. You're fine. He's been hitting the head worse than that. Let's turn. Um, Lerja. So the one in front of me stabbed me a few times. He gave you a couple good pokes. And the one over there poked Arm and hit Arm with a javelin. Come on. 
I think I might be a little angry. That's fair. It's a tiny reasonable bit. response. He angry. Tiny, tiny, a little frustrated. It, it hurt a lot. Getting Feels stabbed. Better, but um, yeah. So we're gonna rage. That's fair. <laughs> I'm keeping my Let's see how you me. take it. Javelin man in front of you suddenly very afraid. I told you. I told you they'd be here. Well, uh, let's see. That is a 22 to his flat-footed, so I'm pretty sure that hits. Definitely going to hit him, yeah. Uh, that's a 7 and a 9, so 21 damage. That man is dead instantly. <laughs> <laughs> He's just absolutely <laughs> obliterated by this swing. So and now uh, that's still alive. He's literally like, turning away from you. Burga! <laughs> he chose poorly. I am going to move around Ozosh to uh, <coughs> put this poor man in a bad position. And this guy's pretty focused on running down Aram here and doesn't even immediately seem to notice you've come up behind him. Three actions. Oh, you moved again, right? That's oh, true. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I was ready for it. I forgot. Rage. I always figure rage is an attack. Aram. Aram uh, is going to drop his bow and arrow um, and using a quick draw, which is his new level two. Quick uh, draw. Quick draw. Feet, Good. Uh, is going to, uh, in one action, uh, draw sword and strike at the guy in front of him. Fair enough. Give me a smack. That one is. Also flat-footed. Uh, it's gonna be a 17. 17 will hit. And this guy's also flat-footed because of positioning. He's also flat-footed because of everything. He's super flat-footed. Uh, and sorry, that's gonna be uh, uh, four damage. Okay, hey, you get like a little, <laughs> Is you draw your sword you out and get do? a bit of a like defensive hey. flash. <laughs> I'm just starting in on him, and then I'm gonna take uh, one more strike at him using okay. a flurry. He's not your prey. No, but I'm, I can still flurry. Oh, I thought you meant him. like you were using no. Hunter's flurry. No. Okay. So it's full minus five. Yeah. Okay. These are just whaps. We're just swiping. I'm just swiping You're at him. Just swinging. Mm. And I don't, I just don't want it that badly. Uh, to one. Fair enough. It's all the bushes. It's a swing. You're swinging. Swing. Swinging. Swinging is happening. Sword holds it up above his head and just. Um, you have one action left? Uh, ray shield. You didn't. Quick draw, draw your shield, fair enough. Yeah. Oh. You, you can't quick draw a shield because you can only quick draw an attack. Quick draw is actually kind of specific. It's because yeah. quick, oh, quick, right. quick, quick draw a shield so and pull. punch with it. Shield, shield dash with it. But you can pull, uh, you can, there's I no way you can pull raise the shield. your shield. I you will can pull, pull my it shield out. out I will pull it out. All right, so Hanwe, as it comes back around to you, as this thing sludges out of the cart, um, you can see, you were briefly recalling knowledge inside. You didn't yeah. recognize it for what it was at the time. I guess you switched to a blade nose and you were seeing us. You were never really recalling. Uh, but you can see that it not only leaves kind of a slick, grimy, dark, like a dark brown, almost black trail behind mm -hmm. it. Um, similar to the body that you just dropped on the floor, you can see a bit of frost biting out from that trail along the wood of the cart. Hmm. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm not close enough for that, uh, but I could be. Mm. Okay. Um, There's always movement. There's always movement. 
So Hanley's going to move up next to Ozash. I, her eyes are like locked onto this, this ooze thing. Like she does not like it one bit. Um, she's gonna kind of slide up there and just looking around, just, just keep me safe, all right? And uh, a Azure flame will pop into her hand, burn, and she'll fling it at this ooze. Okay. Produce flame for a 27. Wow, you are on fire today. Well, no, he's on fire. Really sad to tell you, this can't be crit, but you definitely super hit it. You almost double critically hit it. It doesn't do anything, but you do almost double critically hit it. Is it immune to the critical hit damage, or can I make give it persistent damage from being on fire from produce flame? It is immune to critical hits. If what you're making is an attack roll, which produce flame is? Yes, it is. Then it, is. it, it doesn't it doesn't affect. So it actually can't catch. If it's a save, it can critically fail. Well, it says on a critical success, the target takes double damage and one d four persistent fire damage. So, right. So attack. But yeah, that's, but that's, that's an part attack of the roll. critical that's hit. Part of the critical hit. Okay. Welcome um, to the fun of oozes. Ah well. Hmm. Uh, I want to give it to you because logically it should, but it definitely like doesn't via being immune to crits. Is what it is. However, it is weak to fire. So you what have that surprise. going for you, which is nice. That's nice. Uh, so it's seven rolled fire damage. Okay, so you see this hit. Um, and it's, you see the flame, even though you it doesn't catch with whatever. It, even though his body looks as tar, it doesn't appear to be very flammable. Uh, but this fire almost kind of bursts and rolls through it. You see its whole body sort of inflate and a rolling wave from the side of impact before near the back with a wet noise, it pops and lets out a visible black burst of mist around it uh, from this pop, rolling out this thick fog into a pretty wide area, almost up to the three of you in the line, ending a couple of feet away as it kind of filters into the ground. And uh, seeing this, the javelinier next to it turns and watches, and you see his eyes kind of go wide as this wave of fog hits him. Are you sure that they're weak to fire and not that's their special attack? <laughs> well, so there's weak. It's like the alchemical goals. Yeah. <laughs> you see. Sometimes you do things that are good and it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> This could have gone very poorly for us if we were not if it didn't work out. I'm pretty sure master tactician positioning. I'm pretty sure a certain dwarf remembers a very very <laughs> certain <laughs> battle oracle remembers it special. And you were gonna see the, this mist hits him. Uh, this guy choke and cough, almost dropping his spear, almost falling down to his knees, doubling over. That's pretty um, good effect. Coughing as like a bit of spittle and ooze flies out of his mouth, as he can barely seem to manage to stand. Uh, he is, <laughs> he did not like that very much. Um, so his first action is definitely going to be rushing forward the hell out of that. Like completely um, out? Just straight forward towards the line, uh, which I think is going to bring him straight into Verja. Brings it right to me. And is, is he getting out of the gas or just Out of the gas. Off? He's just out of the gas okay. there. Um, and as he kind of sputters and moves forward and looks up to you, you see he's kind of waving and, and woozy. He doesn't look like he's really all there anymore. He's trying to focus on you. And pulls it together, <clears throat> thrusts out with his spear for a 23. That'll hit. I'm amazed at how few times I've actually been crit it, so far. For eight points of piercing damage. Uh -huh. I will take four of that. And then a second- or three, actually. Kind of desperate thrust for not, just absolutely nothing. He gets a natural one. Gets the first one, and then just stumbles on his feet there. Uh, 
you see him choking <clears throat> back bile as he's trying to attack you. Um, the other one is, since he's in difficult terrain, he can't step, so he's just going to use a move action to move one tile south, sort of around Aram here, a little bit away from Verja. No escape. No escape. <laughs> Hi. Circle around with him. As he moves through the difficult terrain, I just follow, like, just outside of the Backing bush. away from this dude, it looks like he's trying to throw up on your feet. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm not even paying attention to him. Aram will chuckle as you, he sees that. You see some panic, and he turns back towards Aram and just quickly starts thrusting his spear, trying to remove at least one threat here. Um, 20. Uh, Aram, uh, that will just connect. Followed by... 20. Man, <laughs> wow. That will also just connect. Are you rolling the bad dice? I'm rolling the Norse Foundry dice. Okay, the good dice. a wolf on it. And these... Well, you wanted to heal somebody else. Two hits, one after the other, can deal a total of also 12 piercing damage to you. Okay. Very, really, very consistently on their... I'm uh, looking pretty bad. ...their damage here. And not as he that. dances around Ozosh. Hmm. I'm not entirely sure what this uh, oozing mass is, but I'm going to play cautiously. Liter! So he's going to... You're going to see some electric energy... Uh, crackle around him, and he just shoots lightning arc between the guy in front of him and ooze. Reflex saves, please. <laughs> Are you telling me you expect the ooze to make a reflex save? So the guy... That's a critical <laughs> failure before the he The guy even gets a 26. <laughs> oh. That's a critical, well, critical success. 25. Still a critical success. Still critical. Still crit success, so he... Monkeys. <laughs> yeah, he accidentally kind of dipping <laughs> under it. The ooze... Did That's it roll not a tw- fair. Did it, roll a- <laughs> Did it roll a 20? No, but it gets a 19. So it's going to regular succeed. Okay. Just That's impressive. That's yeah, impressive the, for news. The that cloud is- around this seems to kind of catch. Uh, it's still being a wet cloud and jerk yeah. your electric arc away from its much of its net target. It'll take half, though. This Wait. is where we figure out that on uh, electric damage, it actually just explodes Three. like a nuke. Three! <laughs> yeah, well, this is or one is, I guess, if it's rounded down. One, it is rounded down. <laughs> oh. I'm like, well, uh, that did not exactly. Yeah, you see it just kind of spark across its uh, height. Uh, that did not exactly work the way I thought it would. You touched a doorknob after rock- walking around in socks for too long. Uh, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, gold or shield. <laughs> Pathfinder 2. All right. Just so like, I'm not sure what don't doing. diss the double shields. We've seen it work. We have. I mean, I'm just casting the magic shield. Yeah. Right? So this ooze is going to continue to roll its way forward to the next closest target, which is that, which is that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that man is not having a good time. Releasing this helped them. Uh, and as it kind of slimes its way up there, it's very slow. Again, you see the front of it sort of rise up and this time stretch out a little uh, more of... Almost a uh, like a pseudopod, like a wide tendril that sort of just slaps down uh, as this dude's almost doubling over trying to just stand upright. This ooze is on freaking fire. Oh my god. Uh, it's going to critically hit him. It's ice cold. <laughs> it's not on fire. He's immune to that effect. Uh, no, no, I, I set him on fire. No, you didn't. That's you did fire damage. I explicitly didn't. It's going to critically hit him no. for max damage. Oh, <laughs> no. And just... <laughs> <laughs> MVP. This slime is this an is honorary the member of, of the broken. <laughs> Honestly, can we get a leash? 
on the yeah. floor so we can, can like, like seriously, give it walks. Can we name it Uzi? rolling up onto its body oh up right in front of Ozash. Oh, um, God. This Ooze is actually just the MVP of this entire fight. It's I got love more this kills thing. than the rest of the party. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, what is that thing? Um, it is not friendly. That is what I know. I don't know. I kind of like it. And you see it again kind of extending up now towards Ozash, but it's definitely Afka's turn. Nope. It's definitely Afka's turn. Um, how far away from me is it? Enough. Uh, 5.15. You can uh, hit it with fire 20, and you'd be fine. Art for this 30. thing is pretty fancy, by the way. Ooh, wow. Nice. That's super creepy. That's super creepy. Real that, creepy. That is nightmare feel. Lime Sludge. What a great name. I'm going to hold my... I hold my... Um, I don't need it. I hold my holy talisman up to the sun and reflect the light as I gather light into it. Eldra, and cast fire, produce flame at it. Okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Fire good. Oh boy. <sighs> Welcome oh, to Stink Town. Yeah. Total? Ten. Ten hits it. Um, it's a news. So it's a news. Oh no. It's weak to fire. Okay. Oh, screw Hanwi's fort save, I guess. Five. Five plus weakness, so it's gonna take a little bit more now. But as you catch again, <clears throat> as it rises up, this pretty slime kind of hits it from the side. You see it bubble out and <laughs> wet split, and more of this mist spills out over Hanwe and Ozash. And I do need fortitude saves for both of you. <laughs> Fourteen. <laughs> Fail. I'm gonna actually cast these two as a reroll. Fair enough. Are you telling me that you don't want to use into something even worse? <laughs> Total ten. Did you roll one. I rolled a two. Woo, not a critical failure. That's Woo. what we're looking for. Um, so both of you fail. You are both sickened. You are both sickened I mean, one. Fine. To be fair, that's not that bad. But also, as <clears throat> this enters your lungs, but it also, is, yeah. but it is also. an extremely, like though it just kind of looks like a fog, a black fog. It's, what do you think it is? it's so thick. It is like a thick, gluey substance that is coating the inside of your mouth and your throat again, sickening you and jamming it up, but also it it doesn't sting. It doesn't, like, burn. It's not a physical pain like it's an acid, but it is <coughs> a pain nonetheless. It's almost like a numbing soreness that just radiates out through, uh, the, through your jaw and your throat and the whole of your esophagus, and both of you are going to take 11 points of poison damage. Oh boy. So what you're saying is this thing is just Florida air. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Georgia yeah. air, actually. Uh, I'll you have one action <laughs> I'm helping. Mm-hmm. Hey, you almost did more damage to the ooze than your party. You have to do go, the damage go to heal the damage. Taper. <laughs> <laughs> It's no. not a taper. I just yeah. have to no show. pain, no gain, Hanwe. Come on. <laughs> I have, this I have. is Amka's pro strategy. If no one gets hurt, no one needs healing. <laughs> right. I got hurt. Yeah, but now everyone's a little hurt. Amka's trying to sell health insurance to everybody. <laughs> exactly. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, life insurance. I move up, and that's it. All right, Virgia. I'm a little preoccupied. Yeah, you're yeah, a, With uh, Spear Boy. So... With Spearboy stuck in the bushes, we're gonna see if I can chop him and possibly some of these bushes in half. Uh, that will be sixteen to his him. flat-footed. Yeah, definitely hits him. 
Magic that weapon is a good. 4, 8, 12, 17. Magic weapon good. Magic weapon. Man good. bisected. Plus, Mission accomplished. Plus he, rage. Yeah, no, he is super. Uh, these guys do not have a large amount of health, and from that position, coming up behind him, near cleave the man in half as his broken body collapses into the foliage, leaving just this weird smoking ice slime rolling towards the party. Is the cloud still there? It's kind of like a quick burst, and it settles okay. down to the ground almost immediately. Well, then, we're going to slap it. Okay, up you go. Mm, positioning matters not. Ooze, receive, pick. I pick you, Ooze. Uh, that will be... Fairly, what is the, is it, does it have it's one digit? Seven. Oh, you'll actually miss. I was considering re-rolling it, but I don't care that much. You'll actually <laughs> miss as you bring this down kind of on the side of the ooze as it bubbles and bursts. It's kind of Still catching a bit of cloud this little bit air. of spray. Yeah. Um, which brings us around to Aram. Uh, Aram does not know what this thing is. Um, cannot see any other enemies uh, right now. A lot of bodies. Uh, there are a lot of bodies. Uh, thus far, uh, everything he has seen everyone else do has made the situation mildly worse. <laughs> That's fair. Hitting it seems to make it explode. Verge has done great, <clears throat> let me just say. Um, Any other mortal enemies in sight? This is the only thing left you still see. Uh, what about the wagon? Is there anything left in the wagon? There is a broken cage. Got it. You could hunt that. Um, <laughs> you could. Um... I'm gonna make my way up uh, behind the thing. The like in melee range behind no, it? No, like not in melee range, like, like in arch, yeah, like, like Remember, that. this is all difficult terrain. That's fine. So and you'll need to pick your bow up. I'm so picking it up. Five, I'm putting everything away and 10, I'm quick drawing. That would be 25 and then another move for 10 to there. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, dokie. What are you quick drawing? Uh, I'm gonna quick draw my bow. That's on the ground. Yeah, I'm gonna pick it up. it up would require. Yeah, picking action. it up's not a quick draw. That's you have true. To pick it up. I'm just gonna uh, pick it up. Hanwe. Uh, so Hanwe is going to fall back, coughing, uh, behind Amka, and uh, more fire. <laughs> I mean, hitting it seems to make it explode. So well, it's so. more like I'm not going to hit it when I have friends in an explosion range. <laughs> Uh, and I'm and, and Conway's gonna retch to try to get this sickened condition to go okay. away. Does it work? I don't know. Some, maybe the check to make a fort save. That's a fort save, chief. Yeah. Which lets you attempt a fort save. Yes. Oh, it's worse because of the sickened yep. effect. Yeah, that doesn't just happen. You gotta like, you gotta still you gotta. roll it. All right, uh, 10. No, no, he's still second. All right, and that third action is going to keep retching. <laughs> Fonny's just fucking throwing up in the distance. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Sick and that's enough. Uh, 19, 18. 18 with two actions of throwing up in the corner. You start to feel a little bit better. You still feel this kind of numb pain through you from the poison, but you are no longer sickened. You little, awesome. you little vomit comet, you. Secrets, she just runs vomit. off. Runs immediately away from the encounter, just throws up in a bush for six seconds. Oh, Zosh. Reminds me of college. Oh, look at you talking with someone with a fortitude save. <laughs> Hell yeah, don't oh, ask the poison me to make... Get you all sickly. Don't ask me to make a reflex save. <laughs> it's just Nick and fortitude save. That's oh, all it is. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right, well. Virta, I suggest you hold her breath. He just winds up his axe and it starts to ignite on fire. 
Samoy Hiti. Spell strike fire. Why? Why are you Why are you idiots? all like this? You guys are morons. You see the fire working very effectively. It flashes through its body. It just seems to explode when it's hit. This makes perfect sense, I mean, logically. Maybe he'll roll a one. We'll see. I don't think that was low enough. No, I, did, I don't think so. Uh, that's a 13. 13 definitely hits it. Yep. So you hit it with an axe, you hit it with some fire magic. <coughs> Yay, I'm helping. Aura might be safe. I don't know. Not mid. Well, the Look. good news is I rolled an 18 on my so, fort save. Uh, four, I mean, technically five fire damage and five slashing damage. Okay, so, so half and half. Ten. Math. All right, so you land a hit in there and your axe chunks into this thing pretty well. Your blade buries itself up to the half and you again see this fire just rip across the user's body. So you definitely do more damage than that because it's weak to it. If one action left. <clears throat> and uh, with that, I'm going to use my momentum to make my shield sparkle and do a Goldor Hegva and uh, shielding strike. Minus 10 because it's technically my third. So that's still going to be a 12. Yeah, you hit it again. Shield whack. Bonk. Bonk. Nine. What happens to it, Oza? So as, you know, the axe is cleaving through it and then the fire is igniting in there, you see Right as the gas is coming, you just see Ozash roaring, sparkle around his shield, and he's just shoving the skull further into the ooze to the point where, like, the skull just poots out of the back. <laughs> and then and apparently just yeah, you, you push apart. it through, it just pops out of this thing, and the ooze sort of loses its form and sinks down to just this thick, lumpy pile of frozen tar, uh, almost immediately matting and congealing into viscous knots on the ground where it's left. <sighs> Is everyone okay? <sighs> Relatively. <laughs> uh, <coughs> Hanwei looks a little sick. Uh, she is not you. Excuse me. <laughs> take so this moment bad. to... Uh, yeah. I mean, it, if you're out of combat, you can throw yeah, up for yeah. a few seconds and no, 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 there's no, 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 no pressure. How's the river looking? Drink this, it'll help you throw up. <laughs> I'm mad at you. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> what can I say? And cast a <laughs> channel light and cast a heal into myself. Uh, uh. All right, I'm going to get back 12 hit points. I am actually, after I make myself vomit, I'm going to use my new level two feet. Natural medicine. Are you going to kind of sit on the bank here and try to treat yourself? I, I just purchased it. Yeah, it's still a 10 minute. I, actually, okay. it's a I mean, medicine check, yeah, so it still takes I'm a 10 minutes. I'm going to use my actual new stuff. I hand you an elixir of life. I just have two of these on me. I, a couple little tinctures. I have a little tincture. Oh, okay. I've not. Noct has been teaching me a lot. Actually, I know how to make these. Noct taught you how to make these. Yeah, it's very simple. It can at least alleviate a little bit of pain. Oh, Maybe make well. you vomit if you still need to do that because it doesn't taste good at well, well, all. Well, well, oh, he just downed it all in one go. Good job. <laughs> is that the D8 plus one or it's the D6? One D6. I don't remember which is which. One D6. D6. Gives you a bonus one D6. To fort saves. Yep. Yes, it gives you a bonus to fort saves. Four. You get four health back. Yeah, that's fact. I'll take it. Hanwe, uh, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything is fine. 
I look almost dead, but I'm he doesn't really channel. look like he cares. Oh, you look very miserable. stabbed yeah. into arm. And by fire, I mean healing lights. It burns a little, but it, it, you know, it's it warm. Makes you feel good afterward. You know, I'm not cut out to be a healer. That's a total of 10. Oh, 10 really? healer. Still a good That's a hit. Ah, oh, thanks. You're left now in this battlefield just kind of strewn about with uh, burning mammoth bodies uh, across this beach leading up to the cart, several of which had been chopped down by Verja, stricken with arrows. Quite a few looking, their bodies almost totally unharmed, but they lie still and dead from where this ooze had just rolled over them because releasing that definitely helps. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, God, I feel angry. Plans don't quite work. They never usually do. Did you hear them? They don't carry... They can't be tusks. They don't carry weapons. They have no respect for us. They have no fear for any any of us either. Good. No, it's not good. No, that is good. That no. works to our advantage. That's good. I'm glad that they don't fear I mean, us. Then you're foolish. We can't kill every single Birming mammoth, and we can't reconcile with them if they don't respect us. I don't... I'm not in the mood to reconcile with them right now. My, I need a little bit more time. I'm still angry. I'm angry that there were years of my life that he could have been there teaching me and now he's gone and it's because of them. And you need to let me be angry for a minute. I'm not telling you to not be angry. I'm just saying we should use this. Here, help me. Or you don't have to. But no, but what do you version. want? Here, pick up these bodies. Don't the need ooze. more stuff rotting in the river. No, of course not. But spear them to the bank. Other scouts will come and find them defeated. Fair enough. And I'll take their own spears and pin them up uh, just in front of the bushes where they're not directly in the water. Yeah, not down like in the sand where they'll fall. Somewhere they'll stay. Yeah, somewhere they'll be found. And, uh, and they'll be like, oh, look, the broken tusks went and killed these people. Reasonable grisly facsimile of the spear that you and Barthen once found at the side of the river. I am going to uh, take the opportunity and burn the cage where the ooze was kept and uh, try to get rid of all traces of it. I'm staying well away from that cage while he does. I'm doing it to fight our age. Actually, is, is there wooden? So Ozash starts throwing fire into the cart and is, the, uh, the wood of it. Those wheels, can we save them? Cart is on fire as the first oh. thing lands. What? It immediately, uh, in the part of the wagon near the end, uh, bursts into flame, catching spectacularly, effectively, actually, like weirdly well. Um, that end of the wagon uh, starts to ignite immediately. Ozash, after that, Ozash sees that, he literally just goes, I, it, my magic is not that potent. <laughs> well, we knew it was weak to fire. It's probably all the residue it might have left there. It was probably quite contaminated. I don't think we would have wanted to bring that cart back. I yeah. didn't want the cart. I wanted one of the wheels for something, but don't worry, I, I can make it myself. Now, the question is, how quickly is all that pollution going to move? The water flows well. It flows faster than the Tusk March. It'll be fine. Looking at the river, uh, I mean, this is the area the following is going to arrive this evening. Uh, having just breathed in the air in the general vicinity of that slime, it's it's quite potent. And it's, it's not a safe assumption that this is going to be potable by the time the following gets to the stream this evening. 
Yeah. Um, it will definitely clear itself, but maybe not quite that quickly. We would then... We should... They should come further... Upriver. Further upriver then. Yeah. Past this place. Um, we can use uh, our signals to uh, get them to come further upriver. Or we can just have them stop and pull water from the tribute, the smaller tributary to the south. And it would be no difficulty to direct your following after in the aftermath of this battle to simply camp slightly further upstream past this. Um, that evening, as everything is organized a little further ahead, up in the clean end of this stream, you're able to rest, um, gather as much water as the following needs, and prepare to continue your way down to Gleaming Sun Lake the next uh, the next day, I believe. Mm-hmm. Waking up the following morning as you move down to the lake and the horde finally moves into the mountain tile where it will be for another day after this before it can get out. Um, You would come to the shores of this mighty lake. uh, A lake that is a couple dozens of miles around. It is a fairly large body of water. uh, One that you can see the far shore uh, during the daylight uh, and the hills rising behind it, but it is about almost as far in the distance as about as the torches seem to be behind you from the approaching mass. Uh, arriving here, uh, as you head uh, out for the morning, Wotan would meet with you. It appears that we are quickly closing in on Gleaming Sun Lake. Now, this is, given the events of yesterday, a concerning area. It's a place that our following always stops on the trail of the journey to the grandparents, and it seems a more fitting a place than possibly any for an ambush by the mammoths if they're able to prepare forces beforehand. I think it will be wise to have the following hang back some distance, uh, allow you time to reconnoiter the area, uh, to ensure that the shores are safe before we all arrive. Not a bad idea. Of course. If they've left any scouts ahead, we'll take care of them. Now, this is far from my area of expertise, of course. Scouting trails and preparing the roads ahead, but... Regula is more than busy handling her new children, even with Nocta and the rest of Otterhouse's assistants, and... Well, I've lived quite long enough to have... perhaps gleaned in my long lifespan some of the basics. If you think my wisdom... To be the opposite, uh, to be an ill-fitted decision, please, do not hesitate to speak against me. I may be your elder, but in this case, I am far from your superior. No, I I think you have uh, the right of it. I think it's a natural place uh, for an ambush, or at least for them to set up some trouble for us. However, we may know some tricks and things about the area that they don't know, things that we can use against them. Very well. Then I will keep the following back some distance, and we will camp within a short journey of the shores, maybe a, 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 only two hours back from the actual beaches of the lake, leaving you the day tomorrow to scout the area and ensure it's safe. Part of the passage of Gleaming, uh, Gleaming Sun Lake, as you know, is a large part of our traditional pilgrimage. It would possibly be bad for the following spirits if we were to miss it. We will so. make sure that we don't. There is a second option with your day now. You do not have to move every single day. You can also spend a day reconnoitering a hex that you are in. 
um, which is not something you need to do in every hex and the off chance there's something there. You would only do it in places where you have like a reason to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, but Gleaming Sun Lake here is very much a place that you have reason. Fortunately, as the Burning Mammoths are stuck in the mountains, uh, or passing through this uh, hilly rolling section of craggy cliffs, your additional day here in the lake uh, is not going to allow them to close any distance uh, as it's one more day before they can even move on to the next vertex here. Okay. Functionally, the group of you together are going to scout the area for anything problematic, uh, ensuring it's safe. One of you is going to roll a perception check and up to two of you can aid in that. It is a group effort. Um, I can be primary. I'm gonna, uh, okay. I'm gonna definitely say the ranger yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> should be the one leading the scouting. And I'll aid. <clears throat> I'll aid as well. Uh, 27. Five? Dude, that's like your... That's my third you 19. Are fired. That's my like third 19. 13. So... Plus don't one still. <sighs> Not good at my job. Uh, it's gonna be... 15. Well, the 15, um, as the group of you, now two days after the battle upriver with the poison bringers, scout around the area of the lake. Uh, you don't see any sign of burning mammoth ambush or anything. The edges of the lake, uh, at least here on the northwestern shores, they are quite clear. Uh, there isn't a great amount of growth down by much of the lake itself. There are some hilly rises alongside the lake <clears throat> with some larger thickets and overgrown sections, but most of the land is low, uh, very gently swooping down into the nearly still surface of the water and clear. You can see down a great amount of it, though the location itself would lend itself well to ambush because they know you're going to be there. The terrain very much doesn't really. Uh, however, uh, later in the afternoon, the, you do see something a little strange, uh, which as you're traveling through your ancestral grounds here, it is quite rare for you to come across another person. This is, this is burning mammoth territory. You have places in your journey that sometimes you meet, uh, usually twice a year with some other followings around your path as you intersect, but this is pretty deep within the region that no other followings usually travel. So there's a weird wagon <laughs> to the lake. Why do you have a sudden urge to buy swords? <laughs> but no, there is a there is a man. It's Hal. He sells bones. He looks to be Hal's Hal's bone Hal's bone You see a, a Khaled man who does look to be indigenous to the area, maybe a little bit later middle age. Uh bit of wrinkled, sun-kissed skin. Don't like him. A bit of a scraggly, starting to gray beard uh, and sort of thinning wild hair atop his head as well. Uh, out in the lake, about probably 30 feet out from the shore. Uh, and he, at first, as you approach, and you can clearly see this figure out in the still waters from a good distance. Like he's swimming? Or? It looks like he's just swimming. Okay. Um, you know that this the ground slopes so gently that it's totally possible that you could even still stand out there. It'd probably be fairly deep. Maybe Hanwi couldn't touch the bottom. Maybe she'd have to do a little doggy paddling. But it is a very gentle slope into the body of the Gleaming Sun Lake. I see what uh, you did there. Doggy paddling. K9. 
Oh, Fox. Why am just I like a... the thing what? that you what? Why is foxes? A... Foxes are canines. Foxes are technically canines. Oh. I hate all. Fair of enough. But as you get closer, funny, so he. you can see <clears throat> that he is not swimming. He's kind of flailing. He looks like he's being dragged down by something that he is desperately trying to fight out against. Oh. As if you come close to the shore and can really see this, he, he turns out your direction and his voice came across the water, help, help me, as he's kind of deep, out, far enough out that he's occasionally dipping be below the surface and just barely his head and shoulders cresting uh, from his wild paddling. I, I've got well, some rope. Helping. If we all yeah. want to. He's uh, very far out, 30 feet out. Walk out there. No, I meant what I. It comes in uh, bundles of like 50 feet. Yeah, yeah but you're not going to throw a couple no. from 30 feet out of the lake. No, but we were going to tie it around yeah. somebody so that whatever it is doesn't drag us okay. down with it. Hold on a moment, sir, and pull out a coil of rope and start. And I'm going to tie it around Ozosh, and then <laughs> we're going to anchor him, down. and he's going to walk are, out there. Are you all just standing here Wait, watching Ozosh. him drown while <laughs> no, Arm very I'm, slowly ties some rope around Verja? No, I want the rope tied around someone because that's a good backup. I'm going. Okay. So Verge's going out into the water. You can tie her up on somebody will, else, but Verge. I'll tie her on myself then. You guys hold on. You want me to hold on to something? You three. Both just give the look. Yeah. I was, and I as, was about to say, you as you're moving I basically out both of them. You're striding out into the water. Please, help me, quickly. <laughs> I mean, this is weird. So you'll just make a perception check. Yeah, like, motive. can I, I know it's you guys clear want to, water, so like, right? It's... it's very blue water. And in the afternoon, it's a pretty bright surface. Uh, that's Yeah, bright is right. 17, Natural one. 13. No idea. 21. Hey! Okay, well, 21 even. He definitely seems like he is... Drowning. You, you can't super fake pulling against something in the water. That's yeah. no, that's no. not a thing you can easily do. Well, you know what? He After is, the goose, I'm suspicious of anything in the fair. water if asking like me for help. If you're like a magical fake creature, maybe. But like, you, he is not... There's something that he is definitely struggling against under the water. He's, this, the, this seems he's definitely drowning. Virgil, be quick. Please be quick. Be careful too. Well, I will. I will hold the main line. I don't even know anymore. So Need is anybody get... else going out? Army I'll kind of against yeah. somebody else. No, I, no, I'm tying it to myself, and I'm going out with them. So I'm okay. following. So Verja out. Verja, I'm, just, I'm staying by the shore. Verja heads out. Ozash has the rope. And then again, it's and like I'm following. Feet so he's like all the way down. No. <laughs> um, and and Aram, I'm following Verja. Aram would be out probably ten feet into the water by the time Verja gets out near this man. Um, Ozosh holding onto this rope, it's attached to Aram, or attached to Aram, and just watching whatever, what are Hanwi and Amka doing? Watching. Also there? Yeah, I'm I, gonna stay on the shore. I'm not giving him the water. I'm not going out there. I can't swim. I'll let Verja go out there That's and see what's out times. there. <laughs> I don't go to feet for swimming. You Nor don't, do. actually. You That's fair. Big pass, please no. Uh, and as Verja go, gets up to the man, and uh, what, do, what do you do? You just grab him? Looking around, trying to see what's At this got point, him. you're in the water, and it's probably about up to mid-chest. It, it is, you can stand, but it is getting very deep. This would be, like, greater difficult terrain. Well, um, uh, is he, like, within grabbing range? Is him, am I adjacent? Yeah, you can get, you can get up, you're up to him. Like, grab. And as you kind of grab onto him, uh, the man turns around to face you, and you see and kind of grit his teeth. Uh, and his teeth are weirdly square and blocky. And as he looks at you in a, a fraction of moments, we're going to learn someday about the face shenanigans in yeah. the water and trust. I told you. 
You see his mouth start to spread and his nose elongate as his skin starts to turn green. His hair erupting into a wild mane of almost kelp running down a massive body (laughs) rising up out of the water almost like an oxen with a horse's head. See? Uh, this mm-hmm. is why I don't trust anything in the, the water anymore. Face. I already know and what it this is. this horse mouth kind of splits <clears throat> into a grin. I'm going to need everyone to roll me some initiative. Uh, we weren't declaring uh, exploration activity. I would definitely have two people literally standing on the shore doing nothing. I'll give you scouting. Could I get a recall knowledge? Is what I would have gone for. Sure. Yeah, I'll take okay. a scout. What's your nature modifier? My nature modifier is a plus eight. It is a fey. I thought it wasn't a fey. Nope, it is a fey. Fey, no. horrible fey I nonsense. knew what this was going into this. I chose to touch it. I knew what you were going to say. Ooh, nice. I knew where this was going. I knew exactly where 19, this was going. But it's I'm almost there. It's almost there. <laughs> so this would be a creature that you believe, you, you don't recognize. They are kind of fortunately rare throughout the world. What do you mean you world. don't recognize? Look what it's covered in. I mean... Nick it's has a an kelpie. Idea, it is. It is a kelpie. Yeah. Um, it's, it's an awfully kelpie-looking creature. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's in the name. Help me, it's a kelpie. It is a. Kelp it is me, technically Rhonda. a fae, as any other, but they are absolutely. It's not even like hateful creatures, really. It's just the thing that they enjoy, like their version of fae shenanigans is just murdering and drowning people. Mm. They have a great time with that. It's really fun for them. Um, And they have the ability to alter their form to appear as a a humanoid, obviously. And once a prey is in range, they just drag them to the deeps, never to be seen again. Mm. That's the thing the Kelpie like to do. Are you strong swimmer? Yeah. Okay. I was about he's to say, strong. why would I not have athletics as a barbarian? Worst barbarian And Titan ever. ever. So, Amka? Yeah. 20. 20? Verja? 27. Woo! Ooh. Verja's ready. He's like, nah. I rolled a 19. Fear. Aram? 18. Is it fear so much as he now wants to drag yes. this thing onto land as revenge? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to just tug a war with this Kelpie. Hanwe. <laughs> 27. Who wants to go first? Uh, I think it would make sense that's, for Virgin to go there. first. I asked and then it already started putting it down. Ozash. 16. You got 18? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little delayed here. Wait a minute. Ozash, to keep him from drowning from the shore where he's holding the rope. Um, <laughs> much take appreciated. This and stay alive. The Kelpie, called foe, which gets to roll deception for initiative. That None of sense. us were deceived. We were all deceived. deceived. We just—it's just sus. What did she get? We were deceived. Twenty. Twenty. It also got twenty, so no, it's it gonna be right in here. Mechanically, it deceived us. Yeah. No, no, I was not deceived. Verja, very out in the water here. As this thing transforms in your hands, I already know. You I are can't the... let go. What? I can't let go if it's if it's actually a Kelpie. If it's, it's got a mimic sticky. I don't know about no. Pathfinder. No, it's Kelpies. not mimic sticky. Okay. It's like a wet horse. Legend like, Legend Kelpies sticky. are sticky. Legend Kelpies, once you touch it, you're stuck for Oh no, it's not yeah, sticky. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 it's not sticky okay. at all. <clears throat> but you're grabbing it. Literally you know all I know about Kelpies is like mermaid horse that baits people into water. Yeah, with, that's the way it I didn't people, even know about to ride the horse I mean, and then they get stuck to it and then just gallops out into the water. And that's oh, really? Yeah, that's because yeah, you kids that's, today don't read fairy tales. That's the yeah. traditional lore for it, yeah. So I can tell. I don't know. I can assume this is a fae. And I well, can assume it tricked me. <clears throat> you seem like you've been tricked by the tricky trickster. 
and uh, this thing seems like it is massive, as your just hands are on the sides of its head right now. I have Titan Wrestler. <laughs> Not that I need yeah, it. Yeah, you don't need it for large, but you could do it anyway. You could try to actually grab whatever you want to do. What, it's your turn. Suplex. I want to <laughs> pick it up. <laughs> take it on to land. I want to reverse sure. Kelpie the Kelpie. You're the Kelpie it right back. Sure. <laughs> okay, make me an athletics check. Drag the Kelpie. <laughs> I hate you. You got 20? He did it. Yeah. I did it. Did so it. you did. got your arms around its head and you restrain it. Pinned. You, you have its head. That's Can I drag it? I will let you make another athletics check to try to drag it, but if you fail, you're going to lose your grip. Uh, uh, okay, so remind me, it's restrained. It's the restrained. Only thing the only thing you can do is try to, try to break out. But I can just punch it, right? You, you can absolutely just punch it, yes. I'm just going to punch it. <laughs> go for it, dude. Okay. High school boy. <laughs> I don't have to let go to punch it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because the thing, it's like a horse. Its head is the part it attacks with. That's the only part you gotta grab, really. You got the head. <laughs> it can't be kelped. Give it a noogie. Give it a noogie. <laughs> yeah. Don't give it a swirly. You might like that. Uh, a 20. Um, 20, as you, you, you've got it grabbed, a 20 is gonna hit it. And that's just D4. D4 plus strength mod. <laughs> it's a one. Four damage. It takes a four damage noogie. You, have, you don't have anything strength? No. Oh, okay, fair enough. Oh. Four damage noogie. You have one action left. <laughs> hit him again. <laughs> try and hit him again. I got just. <laughs> <laughs> you little whipper. You think it's funny? You mischievous little jerk. You silly goose. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a kelp. Uh, that's only going to be a 10. Yeah, in 10, uh, as it starts to lash and flail, absolutely not going to hit it. Homie, you see this man transform in this giant monster. You know what a Kelpie is. You see Virgin just kind of grabbing around the head and they're bonking it. <laughs> Clearly, this is just not nowhere near, like, what this thing deserves. <laughs> uh, it, it transforms, and I'm just like, come here. <laughs> <laughs> Not tricking me again. All right, before <laughs> before before this goes horribly wrong for Versha, light of the moon form in my hands and become a storm, and she's gonna charge up a three-action Horizon Thunder Sphere and fling it out across the water, smashing into it. All right, give me a tag, girl. All Whenever right. you say that, it just makes me want to giggle. That I'm Horizon. No, just light. saying Horizon, Horizon Thunder Sphere. Uh, it's it's a great. It's, it's a not great as funny as Inner Radiance Torrent. Oh. I saw the 19, and then it rolled. Is this at all useful for this? It is not. So uh, you shoot it, and just sort of blast the water near it, the water dissipating much of this charge. A minor jolt across Verja and the Kelpie, but no damage. The three action does half on a failure, but I critically failed, so it doesn't even help. Um, the Kelpie is going to do the action that it's allowed to do, which is attempt to athletics out of your... A pin here. He's a big horse. He wants to break free. It's gonna get a 24. It succeeds. And is it? So that breaks it or moves it? it it's not first edition grappling. It, it's it is. Out. I believe it's either way. 
it can reverse it or break out, but it's just gonna pull out. <laughs> it does not want. Oh, do uh, have token? Oh, yes. Um, yeah, they have a horse. They have a thing that looks vaguely wet and has a mouth. That'll work. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah fair. it looks like a Kelpie to me. It's a Protean, so just ignore the second head, and then boom, it's a Kelpie. Easy. Amazing. Sure. Um, Kelpies can change form. That's Maybe true. It gave itself, gave itself a little. It gave itself a noodle. Uh, and as it pulls back from you, it is going to rear up in the water. Its mouth opening like a almost ear-splitting whinny emanating out across the water as it slams its mouth back down towards Virgin at a minus five because I had to try to escape. Pathfinder. Um, and it's going to get a 17. It misses. And it's going to try it one more time. <laughs> And it's gonna get a four. Nice. <laughs> on a natural Misses. one. And you see it's these. confused. Yeah, these guys are just flailing on the water here. Uh, Virgin and this Kelpie are just wacky waving around. It doesn't. You're not even confident that it's. Like, it's clearly attacking Virgin, but. It just looks like a. Well, like a mother goat just trying to butt him, basically. Anka. <laughs> yeah, this puts a. I've been thinking about this whole time. This puts a new meaning to leading a horse to water. <laughs> We got led, the horse led us to water. You said that out loud and a Saren Ray smites you. <laughs> Can I get up next to Aram? Is um, the water difficult it's terrain? It's difficult terrain uh, as you move out you into it. The first square is probably fine, but like the second, then it becomes difficult terrain further I, out. So that would be what, 5, 10, 15? So you could get exactly there. Exactly okay. there. Yeah. By the light of the dawn, guide your strikes. I'm going to slap his bow with a magic weapon. Oh, thank you. Boop. Yeah. All right, Aram. Do the thing. New Please. broken tusk policy. We don't save things in the water. No, we save things. So I'm going to quick draw. Guy drowning. <laughs> quick, quick draw a bow and fire, uh, and, and fire off into this thing. All right, give me an attack roll. Actually, we're going to hunt prey at first. Then okay. we're going to do that. Give me an attack roll. First, I'm going to miss. The tray. The tray. Is. The die is gone to space. The tray is very bouncy. Oh, that's good. That's, uh, that's going to be uh, 19. Uh, 19, as you fire this arrow, you are going to see, uh, it looks like it's going to hit, but it just sort of grazes through this like overgrown kelp mane running down the thing's back. That's not going to do it. Okay. Um, uh, he's going to uh, pull out uh, another uh, arrow and... Uh, Fire two off uh, quickly with a hunted shot, which okay. will be at uh, minus, three, minus three and minus six. six. Told you there's gonna be a lot of fish in this nope. campaign. Why so much? A lot of fish up here. It's a it's a very unsettled land. It's very, like, I mean, it's a mostly, yeah. It's just it's just not. They're, they're just going wide. The water is kind of knocking him around a little. It's getting some little ripples coming out from this battle, and you're like kind of up to waist deep in the water here, trying to shoot at this thing as it flails through the water, and uh, even these as it splashes Today around is a still. decent deflect. Oh, Zosh, you've got a rope. And the rope is attached to Virgin, which is currently Amka. Oh, no, oh, arm. Oh, arm. 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 Oh, arm. Well, um, I'm going to use my free action to drop said rope. And then uh, one action to pull out my axe and shield. Um, it's a little far, but when in doubt, I guess I could just. When in doubt, spell strike out. Pretty much. 
Uh, he just kind of is a little confused on what's going on, and he's not sure what exactly to do, so he's going to just go, uh, East today, Ray of Frost. Just... Is that 30 foot range or 60? 60. Actually, okay. it's 120. Yep. Oh, wow. Well, zap yeah. away, my it's friend. A sniper just, cantrip. Okay. It does produce flame that's 30. Yeah, produce flame yeah, yeah. 30. Ozash used ice beam. I think I might have hit it. Hey, now oh, yeah, 20. for 20. For 20. You definitely hit it. All right. <laughs> Ray of ice comes through, surging in the side of the Kelpie here. Uh, critical hit. Yeah, okay. it's not immune to crits. It's a, it's a fairy horse. Nice. damage. <laughs> so that's four plus one. Times two, so that's ten. Ten and points gets, of ice gets, damage. If it matters, he gets negative ten on his next movement. It might matter if we decide yeah. to leave it alone. That's true. And it might. Uh, yeah, it's a, not after one action tricked. left, right? Nope, I had to <laughs> we draw my weapons. Oh, pull your weapons out, Verja. Oops. I'm getting its attention. Is what I'm trying to do. Disappointed <laughs> rage. <laughs> I'm not mad. At, I'm at just myself. <laughs> at myself. For falling for another phase shenanigan. Well, as long as you keep surviving them, it's okay. You're just reducing the amount of phase shenanigans the following has exactly. to deal with. Exactly. It's actually a booming. We're going to reduce this <laughs> one by a lot. Does water just witching. matter? No, uh, it's greater difficult terrain. Like, you can't stab okay, or anything. Because I'm using a piercing weapon, but. He's not like, you're not underwater. Yeah. So you're good. Yeah. So, rage, uh, draw, uh, great pick, and I will take swing. Okay. I'm gonna mine for kelp. We're gonna mine for kelp. Roll, because I don't want that five. Kelp. Kelp. I want. Send kelp. Seaweed. Send kelp. That's better. Way better. Twenty-four. Twenty-four will hit him. Eight. Thirteen damage. Piercing. Almost doubling the amount of damage that the Kelpie has taken so far. Yeah, all by me. Um, and that brings us well, back. Actually, no, you hit it with the, the round two yeah, Hanwe. Yeah, round two Hanwe. Um, yeah, she's just pouty. Um, <laughs> Hanwe's annoying. No she's not mad. She's disappointed. <laughs> no one's this happy keeps with happening this situation. us. The freaking water fake. He's baiting us into the water. Um, First time. I've got one more uh, Horizon not. Thunder Fear sphere prep, so I'm going to throw that out there. Okay. Three action charge. <laughs> Buzzap. Buzzap. Do it, girl. It is one higher. Than one higher, <laughs> which is important because it's not a critical. Well, I don't know. It might be a critical failure. Nine. <laughs> it ten, is a, no, a ten. It is a critical failure. Ten's a critical failure. But a ten's a critical failure. Yeah, so. <laughs> buzz. Hanwe's just throwing massive lightning Hanwe is so annoying. Out into the water. She's just pissed. She's just flinging him. As as Ozash sees this sphere just, you know, flush into the water, he just kind of looks at Hanwe. Not one word. Remind me we have to do Not one word. As you hit this Kelpie with your great pick, it kind of shudders down to the water, uh, almost ducking down, sort of sinking and surging up with its mouth sideways to try to grab at you. Uh, skimming along the surface of the water. Uh, enough of a splash and a wave is made to conceal its assault a little bit. Um, it's going to be a 29. There's Ooh. not a single digit number. That would have crit me regardless of rage. Yep, that's a, that's a bonk. Uh, and it is definitely going to, you, you see it surge up and almost the impact lifts Verge up a little bit as this thing's jaw clamps down uh, around your side, holding you there. Um, you are going to take almost max damage, which is 36 points of bludgeoning damage Oof. from the teeth. 
Rage health? Rage health. Ooh. Actually, if I wasn't raging, I'd be down. Hey, yeah, there you go. Conscious I have five health. Conscious is what matters. <laughs> and <laughs> as it gets a uh, hold of you and feels you, it feels it jar through you, almost ragdolling your body, you're going to feel it release for a brief moment, the agony uh, briefly subsiding before it it just readjusts and tries to chomp down again. <laughs> Yelpy. Yelpy. For a 10. So Miss. you are grabbed, but that is its turn. Um, it does not have improved grab. It has to use an action to do it. Varja, I... Get away from that, please. <laughs> it's holding, flailing him around in the water. <laughs> he can't hear me. Like a dog with a squeaky toy right now. <laughs> Very big green dog. The flames deny your wounds. Um, I'm going to cast heal on him for what it's worth. Because I should be within 30 of Varja. You are. Well, I got max. Get 16 back. Woo. Well, I heal. If it doesn't get you next time. Yeah, that's, um, that's <coughs> slightly less than the damage I rolled before I doubled it. But that's progress. That is progress. Progress. Is progress. I have enough health that if it doesn't crit me, I will survive one more bite. Probably. No, because the extra five health. I'm just going to do a little tappy dance in the water because I don't want to go in deeper. Splashy, you, you're not Getting sure what you're going for. Are of... <sighs> Verja, for once, get your big head out of the way. Uh, shoot through. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm going to make it flat-footed to me, which is more important to me than him not providing cover, because hey. he is grabbing him, so I figured... Yeah, it's basically plus three to your work. head, because he doesn't get lesser cover, and he's flat-footed. Exactly. So, so um... Uh, and uh, he's going to take two quick shots off. You get to shoot through for one of them. Hmm? You get to shoot through for one of them. Yeah. Yeah. And this time, I'll remember my plus one. Because I Those forgot it last for turn. Magic for magic weapon. I was wondering if you'd forgotten it. I did. Same. Oh, that's going to be very nice. Oh, that's going to be a 22. 22 will hit it. And then for my second at minus two. Uh, will be a 20. That's three, right? You hit it regardless. Minus two. Because of plus one from... Oh, that's oh, it's not the best way to. Mean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but twenty will twenty will. Miss. Twenty will hit Slap regardless. the first one. Uh, twenty is again going to get tangled up in the kelp. So twenty doesn't hit. No. Okay. Uh, but I do get magic weapon. Twenty doesn't hit. It's flat-footed. It's not flat-footed anymore. Oh, because it's, it's only for the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it's right. only the first attack. Yeah. It's, it's not flat-footed from grabbing. When it's them? grabbing, it's not flat-footed. That's what I'm asking because I thought it was. Is that a kelpy thing? Grabbing is neutral flat-footed. No, not in second edition. Oh, oh only okay. the person grabbed is flat-footed. Yeah. If it's being grabbed, it's flat. Uh, interesting. Have we been playing that wrong for like two years? I think it's. I Maybe. think we've yes. gone back and forth we've because I'm so funny that both parties are flat-footed because that's how it's been for a decade. Okay. Uh, I think we just randomly go back and forth, but it's not supposed to be. Right. But okay. not today. Not today. Not today. 2d8. Uh, it's going to be 12 points of damage. Pretty good 2d8. There you go. But, um, and is that... Arrow berries, you got two actions left, and you can definitely see it's starting to bleed a fair bit, as is Verja. Uh, not as badly as Verja. Um, I'm bleeding much less than I was half a second ago. It's still pretty bad, though. Uh, I'm going to take uh, one more. <laughs> I'm going to take one more shot at it regardless. Um, even if it goes wide, um, I need to try to take this thing down before it eats my best friend. It's doing some eating for sure. 
Uh, no, that's not gonna. That, that's not that's gonna do 12. it. It's a twelve. No, that's gonna miss. One action left. Um. Daka, daka. I am just gonna uh, get beside uh, Amka and kind of just uh, steady up and prepare to see if the thing's gonna do anything else. Okay. It's gonna keep marching. That's what it is. Ozash. Uh, well, I'm gonna try and get his attention, so I'm gonna move a little bit closer into the water as far as I can travel. As much as I know uh, this is a bad idea. Probably up to Amka, I'd imagine. Yeah. About right there. About right there. Yeah. And uh, when in doubt, I'm just gonna do the Easter day. Red Frost again. It's worked great last time. It, it worked great last time. Oh, your turn. <laughs> your turn. Uh, he kind of just overshoots it a little bit. <laughs> Some bird in the distance is having a bad day. Verja. So I'm grabbed. You are grabbed, not restrained, but grabbed. You just can't move. You know what being grabbed means? It's bonk. It's closer. So I can hit it. It's kind of attached to you. It's hard to yeah. get like a good swinging angle with a bunch of force behind it. But piercing. This, you just, this, yeah, but you still need the force to make it do the piercing. Well, it's biting me here. Its body's right there. I just do this. Don't be so That's picky. Fair. Just brain the yeah. shoulder. Uh, brain just the shoulder. Brain the shoulder. Brain the shoulder. Wow, that sounded wrong. See, this is what you get. Yeah. Uh, so a four will not do yeah, anything. Yeah, definitely not going to hit it. So that would have only been an 11. And then we will swing again. So that went up by five. So it's so the that's same an eleven. Number. One action left. Twenties. I love it. Got it. Fishing. Fishing. Seventeen becomes a fifteen. Mm-hmm. Now you see Verja kind of flailing out there, Hanwi. Missed the volcano, Faye. Uh. She was a nice lady. Uh, let's see here. I'm getting kind of far out there. Um, you look I, beautiful on the shore. Uh, Ice board. Ah, uh, just <laughs> light of the moon. <laughs> uh, guidance on Aram, guidance on Ozash, and uh, I've got another action left. I could guidance Amka. Sure. There you go. Merry Christmas. Dishonor, dishonor on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I feel guided. Still with a solid grasp on Verja, this Kelpie is going to continue just thrashing you around. Um, it's not even trying to drown him. It's going to be a 20 even to hit. Not a crit. Not a crit's what we're looking for. That's probably good. He's just trying to break his neck. And that's going to be 12 points that, of bludgeoning that's damage. That's good. You're alive. Not down. Not close, actually. Um, and it's going to gotta grab Just me again. continue right? thrashing. It's not gonna bother doing that. You uh, were basically limp, so it's just flailing. It's just going for the fences, uh, trying to either just like slam you down to the surface or just grind you with its teeth. I don't think- so I'm just a wacky- uh, 24 well, on the second. That'll hit. I'm a wacky inflatable flailing arm man. 14 points of bludgeoning damage. That will take me down. And <clears throat> as Verja goes down the water. Um, how, is it still slowed from Mary Frost, or is that one round? Oh, it's one round. Okay. Uh, as it slams him down, and you see Verja finally stop moving and just drop in the water, the Kelpie is actually going to surge out, uh, kind of circling around the group of you out to the east here, 
moving like 30 feet out and ending up a little outside of that away. Near basically the very edge of the screen. It's going to be just over 30 feet back from the group of you as it just glides down into the water and you see this Kelpie mane just flailing behind it as it circles. Uh, Umka. It takes me with it. No, it just leaves you <clears throat> in the water. It didn't make an action to grab you. Oh, oh. yeah, because yeah, it, it chose to attack me twice it, instead of grab it, me. It, it chose violence. It chose it violence. Chose violence. <laughs> Umka. Now can we leave? Um, <laughs> Marja. By the sun's grace, stand back up, please. Hill. It's time for 14. 14 back, my friend. Hey, I am conscious. He's not drowning. He's no longer drowning. He's just prone in the water, which is different. Yes. <laughs> Do you have one action left? Um, I'm gonna... Hey! Hmm, <laughs> how's uh, no. the shore back there? Back up as this thing circles around. Aram? You can run, but you can't hide. Oh, I hate being in the water. Uh, he'll uh, once again uh, fire two quick shots off at this thing, uh, guided uh, by Hanwi's light. Yeah, plus one on the first one. Yep. Uh, plus two because of magic weapon. Oh, they're both yeah. status bonuses. No, they're stats. No, an item bonus. Uh-uh. Oh, plus one strike. Gaining a plus yeah, one it's item. Yeah, it's actually it gives you the item bonus. bonus. Yeah. They should yeah. stack. So they do stack. Plus two on the first one. Magic weapon is money. Magic weapon real good. It is real good. Magic weapon real good. It's, it's good. definitely the strongest first level spell. I think there's like Yo. no contest for that. Uh, that's going to be a 20. 20's not going to hit. It's going to take Grace through the kelp. Um, and uh, second... I cannot roll above a nine. Yeah, you shoot a second one out. That's just going to go wide, too, as this thing shoots through the water, circling around uh, faster than any of you could sprint on land by a significant margin. <sighs> hard target to hit. Go down! And it's like down the water gliding. So oh it's not a lot like, of it exposed. Arms just fire. Arms, arms just piss. Arms shooting the gun. Every single shot arms got has gotten closer than any of us could manage. <laughs> Yeah, no, arms just firing off in rage. No one left. Doesn't matter. It's going, like, fishing for 20s. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. You could pin it to the water. I literally think a 20 would not crit it. No. No, yeah, not even sure close. At minus 6? It doesn't no, get a, worse. A 20 would hit it. It doesn't get worse. It doesn't get worse at minus 6. Yeah, but is your modifier still positive? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe you would. All right, Ozash. It's just arrows are flying, just plopping into the river behind this Kelpie as it speeds through. Mm-hmm. You know what? Since it's our only target, I'm going to get a plus two because of this wonderful card that was donated Ooh. to me. Hey. Called foes a good one? When in doubt, yesterday, Ice Beam once again. Yeah, we just can't do it. It's not a one. It's speeding. It's, it's speeding. A... We're just shooting the crap out of the lake here. What it's, a, lake it's a nine, us? so I'm pretty sure that whips. Another blast of ice into the lake? All right, what well, was my last action? I'm just like... Okay, well, in that case, I'm going to try and get as quick, get over to Verge as quickly so as possible move, and try and help him up. You can move two squares so you can get up to him. I can get up to him. That's at least close enough. And uh, Verge, conscious but prone in the water here. It's kind of floating up. face down. <laughs> like, I'm like holding out my shield, like, grab onto me. <sighs> Just leave it in the water. Come on. It's leaving. over there. Yeah. I can just leave. Oh, Greater difficult terrain means you can move four squares with two move actions. 
I have three actions. One Hold was on. to get up. One was to get up. Ah. So you can start making your way out. You kind of wade through this as the water goes from chest high to waist high as you get up to Aram Hanwe on the shore. Hey, buddy. <sighs> it's it's not going to go away. It's going to come back for another one, isn't it? I'll possibly get one of the Probably. members of the following. Light of the moon. And uh, guidance on myself and try to shoot it with a ray of frost. <laughs> pew! If you want something done. <laughs> pew! 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 <laughs> Yeah, it's Arrows. a five on the die. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is firing. just... You see this thing surge up out of the water a bit, uh, raising up, kind of dangling. It's almost clawed hooves a little in front of it as a voice emanates out from this horse mouth, um, sort of a almost undulating, high-pitched, whining version of the old man's from before. <laughs> you disturb my lair and think you can simply leave? and uh, fixes his gaze on Aram, and you know it would make a damn good horse. That Kelpie, you should go try to ride it. Make a will save. Oh no. It does also do that thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's lair. It pretended to be drowning. Hey, we come here every year. We have a loyalty punch card and everything. We were trying to be good people. They love that. Uh, it's gonna be a 15. 15? I said 50. I was like, this is Asian matches? <laughs> 15. Um, that sounds like a really good idea to you. Oh, man. Imagine what kind of a legendary archer you would be riding on the back of that Kelpie. Wait a minute, guys. I just had an idea. What if, what if like, that was, like, my mare? No. You, you see it, and this idea forms in your head, and... Oh, my God. This is going to be this. so cool. Barthen's going to be so jealous. He got a sword, and I got a fae. Okay. <laughs> Don't ride the. Come ride the horsey. Why do I feel like I have to knock you out now? <laughs> the sun's warmth protects. <laughs> this is number three. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Pump so and heels. Another and maximum. So another sixteen. Ooh. Virgin. Hey, I can go fight it now. <laughs> That's ready. not what I'm doing this for. <laughs> I don't... Don't ride the horse. Back in the water. Aram? No, this is great because I have a rope tied around me and you know what's great for roping for roping cattle? This here rope. That does not phase you at all as you stride out into the water, sloshing forth 10 feet of move action, 10 feet of move I, action. I am gonna, I am gonna rope Nope, you are gonna wade through the water here uh, as you just slosh lower and lower and lower until near the end of your movement here, the water basically here, up to your here. shoulders. You see Aram kind of bend out and go to start paddling the last of this distance towards the Kelpie as it just looks Yeah, but he also has the controlled condition. Yeah. Oh, do I get to make another save on my turn? Nope. Ozash. Nice. I see this happening. I'm just like, I want a horse. I'm going after Aram. I'm physically getting... Just kill it. Where's the rope? It is still tied around me. Behind Aram in the water. So right beside me. So right probably, but it's literally like between everybody. So how many actions would it take to get like right next to Aram? Two. Like basically, like within five feet of Aram. Two. Two. Okay. So I'm at least getting up to him, and I'm going to use my last action. You're like shoulder water here. Just uh, no, no, no. You come with me. Make me an athletics check. What's your fourth DC? Uh, seventeen. 
I rolled rolled. a 17 on the die, so you're mine. Mm-hmm. All right, so you grab, you you hey, grab all the hey. arms. No, 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 you come with me. You come Virgie. with me. <laughs> but what, what about Emerald? I, I, I don't care. the rope that's just Sure, there. there's a rope right next to you. One I'm action, you can grab a hold of it. walking onto land. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you grab the rope and start moving back. If you want to pull on it, you have to pull Ozosh and Aram. Yes. I mean, I could just let go, right? No, no. Well, not off no. your turn. You're up there trying to save. You don't know what's happening. You oh, feel yeah. all, I'm trying to get you. everyone out of the water at this point. Make me well, I mean, the point is I'm refraining from wandering. Yeah, to you're together. preventing him from going closer as I reel you both back in. Okay. That works. Hey, we're fishing. Fishing for horses. <laughs> 12, uh, 19. Uh, I believe that passes both of their fourth DCs. Uh, yes, it does. Yep. Uh, so you're able to move and pull, and, and you feel arms struggling against you and pulls both of you, like, five I mean, feet back. I, it, but, would I at least, you know, if I, like, turn my head real quick, see that it's Versia just pulling on the rope? You're in chest, shoulder-deep water fighting to pull arm away from a horse. You, yeah. you can barely see anything. You're, he's pulling away from you, and you're holding on trying to fight it back. I'm going to do it again. Do it again. Hey, Versia! So I, I, so I move back five feet and pull them with me. Yeah. What about Emerald? No. 19. 19, nice. 21. <laughs> Pull him back five more feet. At this point, <laughs> as Arm is going to yank kind of back and you're getting pulled with him, you would see the rope taut up, pulling back on Arm for sure. Um, so if you want to do it again, you only got to beat Arm. I had to grab the rope. Oh, grab the rope. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so Hanwe then. Uh, keep it distracted. I would pull him back in. You yep. know what? I might hit it. <laughs> it's convenient. We tied the rope around you. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, oh, my God. I got a 25. <laughs> we hit the Kofi. We hit the Kofi. <laughs> we That's did it. It came good. out of the water to taunt us, and I hit it in the face. <laughs> uh, eight cold damage. Taunting to get body, the truest combo in the history of gaming. One <laughs> uh, <what> action. <laughs> Or is that um, a guidance for, for Oh, you can't. No, cast, I can't okay. cast. The guidance is worn off on everybody. Um, go on, Virgin. Pull that rope. Do it. Woo. You can also pull the, the rope. Kelpie, no, I can't. The Kelpie lowers itself in the water, its gaze fixed on Ojosh. You dare deny me my rightful prize? And surges up around the side, mouth open, like a shark shooting through the water to bite at Ojosh. Hey, I well, thought here. you wanted to ride me. I mean, I wanted to ride you. <laughs> Arms drunk. Yeah. Uh, so many questions. 24. Uh, that is a regular hit. You are going to take 14 points of bludgeoning damage, and you're grabbed as Aram's sitting right next to it. Um, um, so it's s- grabbing you. You're grabbing uh, Aram. <laughs> this is a clown fiesta. The circle really game. If I beat the Kelpies, for <laughs> and I pull it too. <laughs> We are just fishing now. Yeah, the bait is you and your friends. Yes. Hold my hands up. Protect. I'm going to cast um, Protective Ward. Targeting the Kelpie and that guy right there. He's just plus one to his AC. Fair like, enough. From, from the Kelpie, and then I'm just going <laughs> to. You're going to be on Get on to dry land. So, Aram, I'm going to mount this really thing. You really want to get on Kelpie, but Ozosh has got to hold you. If you want to get on it, you got to break away from Ozosh. Dude, I am. I, this is this my. This is a fascination that is only broken by the Kelpie attacking you. So, you are stuck. Normally, fascination would break because it attacked your ally, but it has to attack you to break this. Dude, this is my moment of glory. I am riding this thing. Give me an athletics check. 
Are you even trained in athletics? Oh, yes, I am. I'm very good at it, I mean, actually. I was about to say it's a ranger. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, Not today. Uh, Ten. A, <laughs> I, I, I Try it again. I'm just like, nope, nope. Get, let me go, Ozosh. This is my moment. No, you know better. You know better. I don't know anything. Give me, let me write Emerald. Nope. That's another thing. <laughs> At this so point, I went from a 10 to a 5. I will make you choke on my armpit there if I have to. So. <laughs> you got a third one. You can roll a 20, but like, Ozosh, you're holding on the arm. You're starting to lose your No. Nope. <laughs> As he's wiggling. This Kelpie's got a hold of you on the other side. The rope is pulling. This is what he's. If I'm being grabbed, I take a negative 2 to attack. No, no. you just are stuck. You uh, well, manipulates have a chance to fail, but that's all right, it. I'm just like, you know what? When in doubt, Ozosh is just frustrated because, you know, he's trying to hold on to Aram, and then he's getting bit by this giant, you know, Kelpie horse thing. I'm just over here fishing. And it's just, Ozosh is just <laughs> not having a good time. You know what? You just, you see a new spark of electrical energy surge through his eyes and then into his axe. And he's going to use his new spell, Strike. Strike? Ordenman! His new spell shocking strike. grasp spell oh, strike. I was like, his new spell strike. It's my most powerful move. Make me a flat check. It's his most powerful uh, move. Grappler. Oh. You're grappler. Oh, grappler. You're grappler. You're grappler. You're grappler. You're action. Pass it. You're good. Now give me an attack roll. Oh, I mean, I thought, I guess metal strike is considered manipulate, isn't it? Nice. Uh, so that's a 26. 26 hits it! We got a spell strike with shocking grasp in so it and a creature D in the water. Yep, so that's 2d12 electric plus one and uh, 1d8 plus four. We're doing it! So... That's... That's some, that's nice. some damage. That's that some is number. a lot of damage. Uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's an eight, nine, and a ten on the die. So that's a total of uh, 27, 27 dice. plus five. So that's... 32? 32. What happened? So as, uh, as, as Ozosh is like struggling, he gets frustrated. You see the electrical energy surge through his axe, and you literally see like a small image of like Thor's hammer appear and like emanate, like encase his axe. Like it's made of lightning, and he just smites it directly in its forehead and just cleaves his stain in half and just sparks crackle all over you the water. You see this blast of lightning through the thing, a bolt striking down on his axe as it connects, and the Kelpie lets go as it just bursts in this shock hewn in twain and by the strike. I'm just breathing heavily, and I'm just like, I'm exhausted. Virgil, if you don't mind. And Aram has only <laughs> sadness. Aram's smile goes to a frown and goes, I hate everything in the water. We're never going in the water again. <laughs> Fall to my knees. Man, this fish is real hard. <sighs> there we go. Throw you guys in a little bit. He's still a little fishing. more. I'm, I'm, I'm coming back on to Help shore. Help pull everyone back on the shore. Worm, the rope explodes. As now, like it's soaked, soaked, depressed. Pretty, a little injured in Verja, and uh, Ozosh's case, Verzosh, the fusion version. Ozosh's case. Fusion. I don't know how Verja's looking after all of that. Relatively, but like, good. We're probably pretty over water fairies, I think, I, yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, a bucket of heels, I look fine. It's mostly internal bleeding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what the blood's supposed to be. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to do it for us today, everybody. Aftermath at the lake, further investigations are uh, going to have to wait until next week because I thought that battle was going to end relatively quickly. 
But it's what happens when you roll bad. And then it didn't. <laughs> Ones, twos, and threes. <laughs> 21 AC does to him. Okay, I'll see you at uh, level three. <laughs> you wait. You love you. No, no, Just catch up for a couple of weeks. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, two more campaigns first. Thanks, everyone, for hanging out. Thanks for being here. We did it. We, we did, did it, it, guys. Horse. We'll see you all next week for our further adventures <coughs> along the Siorn route. Now, I suppose, to Red Cat Cave to see if we can find out what happened to the Primordial Flame. Mm. Good night, everybody. Enjoy your Good week. Night. Bye. Bye.